0: Hello, Dragon Tamers, and welcome back to another episode of Enter the Dragonair's Den. As always, I am Takudog, joined by the legendary professor, Jet Force Gemini.
1: It's, it's all ogre now. Did you really have to sneak a Shrek
0: reference? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Beautiful. And since this is the very last episode that we will be covering Self-Action Cycle 4, we have, all the way from FSN, please help me welcome back... Mr. MJ Get It.
2: I mean, if we're going to do the Shrek references, mind we be puss in boots. Just, I can't even remember what I want to say there, so we're just going to glide past it. How y'all doing? Doing great.
0: It's been a while. It's been a wild cycle.
2: Ugh, as it ever. But we hope you're, you're doing just as well over there as well. Yeah, can't complain too much. Finally got out of the hell that's Arcana, so... Hey, don't don't talk smack about Arcana, okay?
0: I, uh, yeah. I actually did well in that one.
2: <laughs> well, good good for you. We just—I'm in the tournament where the round just progressed. I just claimed my buy, and I think the buy just kicked my ass.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> hey, some days that's how that's how I'd be feeling. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I,
1: I, I was—I have to say though, Taco, you've you've really upped your game for Vanilla this this round.
0: I yeah, Vanilla sylph with Arcana. I've <clears> lost. <throat> I think out of the. Thirteen matches that I've done, I've only lost four, and one was to Ryblet, one was to someone on Bust of I think it was J Jay- and just recently I have ended my domination of the Diner Don't Care faction because Matt ended my streak. Oh, and Master ba- Bubbles, Bubbles was the fourth me. one.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like you're, had- you're just you're killing it out there.
0: Look, when when self said that it's it's time to go, I said, you know what? I need to get one more gold medal under my belt.
2: Yeah. I ain't, I'm not too worried about getting any more gold medals. I just want to finish out Ghost Stadium now in top eight because I've missed out the last two times I did it in the elite tier, and Arcana is just, ooh, it's holding me back.
0: It's okay. There There's always innocent next month.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: Oh, then I am very sorry. You're was, always, you're always welcome in our server in our tournament. Yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and go two and two there too. Was that the reason why we never we, you never came back? Well, actually, it was, no.
2: What was it? It was that was Ionic, right? And that was March. Yeah. Okay, April. April was my birthday month. I wasn't doing much of anything if I didn't want to and work. Like, my CDA program had just finished, was finishing up during that month, so I didn't have really any time to do any much tournaments if I had to. And then, this month, I look up, it's the middle of May, and I'm like, oh, damn, I haven't, like, we haven't started too many tournaments here. Like, then I came looking at you guys like, oh, y'all already, okay, well, I'm out. That's okay. We usually try to
0: get them started by the 10th of each month. We'll push it back a little bit.
2: Uh, you, look, you don't have to. Like, I'm in the underground, and we usually get our started around the first Thursday. We didn't start our kind of until the fifteenth. Jeez, Louise! I'm guessing yeah. it has to be 48 hour rounds. We, we blitzed through the first round, and Sylph being down that one thing was last Wednesday, kind of made us go an extra 24 hours for round three. But like we're on four of five, we're on our fourth round, and. We got five. Well, we're in five round tournaments. So one more round after this.
0: Gotcha. Well, alrighty then. So, intros aside, <laughs> if you're new around here, we are a Pokemon Go PvP podcast that focuses on the Sylph Arena factions for the time being from <laughs> North <interesting>. America, <laughs> from North America Open to North America Bronze tonight. Or if you're not new tonight you're in for a special treat because we are going to do our best to also recap silver through emerald the upper tiers
3: <laughs> Astros. <laughs> Astros. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm loving this but first we have some news from niantic and self of course last week we dropped the bombshell that self the sylph road is closing down this past weekend was the final community day check-in with fennekin i hope you all got a lot of stardust and got a lot of blue i think there were bluish foxes
2: bluish purple yeah something like that hints of gray yeah i'm bad with colors too well, <laughs> that's the list it's an ugly shiny so nobody really cares right, there's
0: going to be at least someone out there that's going to say actually the ugliest shiny no it's an ugly shiny for a bad pokemon them some fighting words there. So cool. Okay,
2: getting him Gaining bad Pokemon, too.
1: Yeah, I remember this conversation now.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but hey, Mystical Fire, that might get the Boom Burst treatment, maybe.
0: I, yeah, Mystical Fire is a good move. It just needs to be put on other Pokemon that deserve it. Mismagius. Yeah, I can agree with her. It'd be good in the Ultra League, because I think Mismagius would be a little too glassy in the Great League sylveon i think
1: is one of the other main users of it right
0: oh sylveon
1: okay. yeah if it is it's news to me i'm not
2: gonna look it up yet <laughs> <laughs> the, the the potential coverage yeah the only ones i know off the top of my head are Delphox, fox miss mages drift and i want to say one of the ultra two of the ultra beasts i think actually no hmm. no just one Blacephalon. uh well Unlikely no. to be an issue. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: splody head. But that's fair. So, on the on the Niantic side of news also, we have shadow raids coming out with, if you defeat grunts now, you're getting shadow shards? Or as our local group has affectionately called them, sharts?
2: <laughs> Just, oh my god.
0: I Yeah, it was a typo and we've all ran with it. So, we're calling them that now. Or at least my community will be.
1: I'm, I'm impressed there haven't been more Raid Shadow Legends jokes at this expense You know what I was thinking that too Among You're up- actually the f- You're the first person to bring that up Jet It's like I kind of wish we had The, the sponsorship
0: <laughs> In due time my friend In due time
1: That's when, we, <laughs> that's when we'll know we made it
0: <laughs> <laughs> The Right and by the time This podcast goes live it's going to be Shadow Mewtwo Bonanza have you guys had a chance to raid the Shadow Pokémon yet from Shadow Raids?
2: Yeah. It's the one stars are pretty easy. You don't need the purified gems for that after you collect all your shadow shards and they like transform into this purified gem. You don't need it for the one star. The three stars Bayleaf maybe, but like they're not that hard. Mewtwo I know is going to be a bitch. I just kind of <laughs> chuckling at this whole thing with Silph Rose shutting down, and then Nianta coming out with the Shadow Raids and the Master Ball, and I think one of the first things Professor Will says is, Team Rocket took over Silph Co., and I'm like, oh, they just don't have any Cooth anymore. Like, that's <laughs> just horror timing right there.
0: You know I, what I thought was really funny? I'm gonna call back to As the Pokeball Turns, their podcast. Uh-huh. When Jet was on they did a little commercial break, and it was Team Team Rocket announcing that they've taken over the radio tower. And then, like, the next week, we have Shadow Raids now. And I go, all right, so this next whole week is just going to be, these next 10 days are just about Team Rocket.
2: Yep. I kind of wish they did something more with it, but, I mean, for now, it's okay, I guess. Like, why, why have a whole Team Rocket thing week and not have the ability to remove frustration
0: that was my biggest gripe honestly that i can't remove frustration
2: Like, what's the point in doing all these raids if i can't like remove it either i can't remove the frustration or it just doesn't come without it like one of the two
0: yeah that's honestly fair jet what are your thoughts on the the go rocket or the shadow raid event that we're doing right now
1: i'm really curious how this weekend is going to go like Obviously, I've I've already talked about how the in-person only is problematic, but I'm glad to see, like, they're taking some feedback stuff. Like, I noticed on Community Day that, at least on the newest update, you can see when people join lobbies on the map now. Like, if you're just looking at a gym that has a raid, like, you can see if there's a person or up to four people in there, I think, is as many as I saw but right. that's it's better integration than they've had where it was kind of hidden on like raid tab initially and it's just like okay so we're we're <clears throat> we're, we're getting closer to the pieces of campfire actually getting onto the game screen which is
2: a plus so in about 3 more years
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's gonna be it's really gonna be up to how the the Mewtwo raids go, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it's gonna be like when, I mean, I could even say like when when Mewtar, Mewtwo Mewtar Mewtwo was a six star raid, and that was that was kind of a kick in the pants then. Or Defense Deoxys the first time it came out like those were all in person only, but. Man, was was that a pain in the butt to get enough people for? Unless, like, you literally piled everyone in the van.
0: Yeah,
2: I think now with like certain megas and like more strong stronger Pokemon, now it should it shouldn't be as hard as a six star Mewtwo or Defense Deoxys. However, just making it strictly in person, mm, I can already see some dipshits just. Hey, you started without me. We gave you two minutes and 50 seconds to get ready. Just, I, it's. Uh. Yeah.
0: That's when, you know, the cat herders or the raid organizers of communities just got a crack up and be like, hard start. We're doing this. If you're not in, we'll meet you at the next one. The biggest thing that, or the, according to some of the theory crafting I was reading, is you need a minimum of six trainers and they each have to throw at least one of the crystals, because they do stack, so if you all six of them use at least one of the crystals, you can beat it comfortably with about, I think they said 120 seconds?
2: Yeah, like, that's comfortable.
0: I mean, it's more comfortable than, say, 30 seconds. True.
1: Well, Yeah, so it's, that's saying that's almost twice what you need, technically, right? Because that's, like, half-time left, almost.
0: Yeah, because you get 300 seconds for Legendary Raids. Yeah, I think you get 300 or t- or
2: yeah, 200 get, seconds. You get, three you get 300.
1: 300.
2: Okay, okay. It's, it's five minutes, yeah. And then oh, so... The game doesn't crash either. Yeah, <laughs> also that. <laughs> I am just team-rocketing this whole thing. I'm, like, shitting on all of it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't trust this new feature at all. Like, just... Look, I'm going to tell you the
0: same thing that I told everybody when like when everyone gets to meet me i am cautiously optimistic i everything looks really good i i'm hoping for the best but i'm expecting the worst it's it's never steered me wrong and at least and if you keep your expectations low
2: you're never disappointed
0: (laughs) most of the time
2: 12 o'clock eastern i'll be on twitter seeing what australia says if australia says it's a problem then i'm just going to know i'm going to take it easy saturday
1: okay if there's i'm gonna be impressed if there are even raids spawning in australia like that 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 is the bar there is 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 actually zero so they have to remember to to push the button and that seems to be a problem with every event even the makeup events. poor apac peeps but you know
0: but you know the the real, I thought what the really neat thing was was right after Community Day ended or when raids started to spawn at like 6am their local time, the Shadow Raids were already there. And everyone thought like it was just, oh Niantic messed up. But then it was just like, oh the, the event just started early, or the raids just popped in and then the event started early so that people can kind of... I, the way I kind of took it was they were seeing as like, oh this, this is what everything looks like this is the animations, if you care about that. And you know the raids mostly worked
1: I I wonder if they didn't have the raids spawning immediately just because that does or creates less issues later on if like if they're having problems like plugging them in to start at 10am versus hey right at the get go like this is our raid list for the entire day like I, I could see that just being something that works smoother for them that's fair
3: yeah
1: on the plus side, I might actually get a good
2: Shadow Mewtwo finally. See, now that you said it out loud, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You might get a good Shadow
0: Mewtwo. I'm going to get a bad Shiny Mewtwo. I'm going to reverse psychology this.
2: And now that you said that, you will.
0: <laughs> That's look,
2: how Team Rocket rolls.
0: Look, a 000 Shadow Mewtwo is better than a 151515 Mewtwo because Niantic Math. But I'm still on the boat of they should make Pokemon worth purifying and have purified Pokemon hit 20% harder and be 20% bulkier.
2: This is, a, I think, what you're saying, that, this would have been a perfect time to make those purified Pokemon, like, crucial or clutch or some type. Like, hey, like now's the time where you want to purify something and come on and use it in this, in this environment. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use the purified gems. You can use your purified Pokemon it hits, forget, 20%, 40% harder
0: oh definitely
2: but that would break the already broken game then let the game break
1: <laughs> if there's I, one thing i like it i like it as a continuation of what they have at least in the past commented that they wanted to do <laughs> and i i don't think that would break the game if it's like a pve only bonus that purifieds do extra to the shadow raids like that, mm-hmm. it's it's it sounds in universe to me. Like that's that's a good reason to do it, especially if you don't have good raid counters, like it's also then a nice chunk off of the cost. It makes so.
2: Ursaring usable in raids. Yeah. <laughs> Ursaring. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ursa the new I mean in for one of my raid hours like somebody decided to bring ursaring into uh, battle i think what was it i think it was tapu bulu tapu bulu or tapu koko one of those two and i was just kind of looking like okay you got to be under level, you got to be a level. please tell me you're under level nope level 40. Fuck are you doing with it? <laughs> you Ring. mean that's not under leveled these days i'm feeling attacked over here i'm only 46. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if, you, if you're level 30 or under, I can understand you just having Ursa Ring. You 30 to 35, let's step your game up. You 40 or up, now bring bring the proper counters. I don't care if they're underleveled or not. At least level 20, come on, bring them. We're not going to get anywhere with Shadow Claw Hyper Beam Ursa Ring.
0: You know, I was kind of looking to see if Ursa Ring had any other moves, but I don't see any neat ones that could help with the Tapu Raids. Exactly.
2: It was weather boosted. And okay, you could have just went ahead and used squeezing then. Jeez.
0: <laughs> well, already then. So, on that note, are you all ready to move on into our yes. final recaps and crown some <laughs> champions? <laughs> talk, yeah. talk
1: about the thing we're here to talk about.
0: <laughs> we're actually no. We're always here to have a good time first. We'll do our job second, right? <laughs> I'm fine with that. Alrighty, so. Go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and take a look at open tier. We have Rose Lark Bow taking a 14 to 7 victory and securing their championship over Fearsome Frostlass by 20 whole wins. Fearsome Ooh, Frostlass okay. is able to freeze the Nerdy Birds 14 to 7. Rowdy rowlets and this is something that Jet kind of brought up last week. Here's our here's our blown out the water score that is quote unquote never happens.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh wait till you get higher up.
0: We have just top left defeating SoCal Swablu Coastal eighteen or sorry thirteen to eight. And finally, Masui beats Lusine, or loses to Luciani Oranges ten to eleven. The reason why they lost cause they changed the logo. The sushi was definitely the key to victory, not the sushi with a fist.
1: Oh they lost cute points, definitely.
0: But yeah, when you—I'm honestly curious to see when you said go a little, go a little bit higher or wait till we get into the higher tiers. I am very interested now.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, we let's we, let's let's talk about open first. Let's let's go open. Oh, okay. First. There's a blowout and just about the blowout and surprise wins everywhere. So I'll be the first one to say it. I was
0: really hoping that beginner team beginner to winner Trez was gonna beat Roslark Bow. Just so that they can say they won open tier by a single point because of the tie, but I am very very happy that they were able they were still able to finish in the top five and take take the la, quote unquote last promotion spot away from Nerdy Birds by a single, uh, literally a single point.
2: I yeah okay y'all know how I feel about ties like if this if we'd have moved on to another season and they'd have gotten promoted I'd straight up say. Team BTW Trace would not be getting the same type of love that Team BTW gets. I'd be like, nah, y'all getting relegated easy."
0: I feel that. I was a little little surprised that the nerdy that nerdy birds unfortunately took out to Fierce Frostlass, but I think and I guess I'll kind of like spin a story here on this one. Fierce Frostlass probably had more experience going into the final bout, which is why they were able to kind of secure their victory.
2: I'll throw out... Well, okay, so with Fearsome Frost last, they kind of proved what Wing Attack top usually proves. Like, hey, you can't have them lower than a certain tier because then they're just going to dominate. So kudos to Fearsome Frostlast. last. They shut my mouth this end of the season. But with it being the last cycle... Usually, like you got some factions that'll go in there and just meme if they know they're not going to get promoted. Some factions like will come in there and maybe throw a little spice every now and then, like just see what happens. Because I'm looking at this at Fearsome Frost as Nerdy Birds. Bubble Mouse brought Goldengo, Florges, Mega Ampharos, Hydragon in the Master League. Like, how exactly do you prep for that?
0: Goldengo. I'm not entirely sure, but Hydreigon... We've kind of seen a lot of Hydreigon throughout throughout in Master League because Mega Gengar has just kind of been Mm. a force. And so you need at least two... Or the way that I've kind of seen it is in the Master League, you need to have at least two Gengar counters. So if they do end up bringing it, it's like, okay, Mega Gengar is not coming or is less likely to come, but it's still flexible enough to be able to... Uh, do what you need to do on for the team. Yeah, what are your thoughts on
1: that? I think you said it. I think you said it perfectly. But yeah, the the Goldango is is one that has been kind of fringe just because it's new oh. and it's okay. <laughs> the, the typing is great, but yeah, it's it's not gonna do as well in a Mega Gengar meta. Like, there's there's going to be, like you said, dedicated counters to ghosts, or if not ghosts, then at least things that can also hit the steel side, because you're looking at Exc- Excadrill also being on that counters list, so.
2: And then had Fabio as his Mega Evolution.
0: And Mega Amphi is, I think, you can be a really good mon under certain circumstances. That dragon typing definitely helps it out.
1: Well, and we've, we've seen Mega Slowbro show up enough times, especially since it's not worth any points on the team. And it's, it's actually kind of been one of the, the staples this round. So
2: Slowbro got surfed with that community day, right? Regular Slowbro? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Well, shoot. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, after Slowbro got community day was when Mega Slow, Yeah, after Slowbro got community day is when Mega Slowbro kind of became actually was able to put up a fight against Mega Gengar because until then it was just like, yeah, I'm going to try to confusion you down and
2: I'm gone. Just like that. But I don't know, like the end of cycles, end of seasons in particular is like, well, who's who's actually going to play, who's not? And even like Say, if if we knew Self was going to have another season, I think Fearsome Frost Last Nerdy Birds would have been, and a yeah. lot of other matches would have been a lot closer than they were, but like everybody probably looking at the writing on the wall, being like, okay, no more Self season, don't really know what's going to happen with everything else, and probably may or may not do King of the Hill. i like, just like, eh, okay. Last, last week. Take it easy. Not going to sweat too much until something comes up and makes us all sweat even harder.
0: Yeah, those projects are still under development and I will be the first one to say that I think by the time we get a quote-unquote sylph replacement will probably be mid-August early September it's just my my thought process behind it
1: and I, I like the take in general but I think those teams that you specifically listed like I'm not saying anything super
2: meme right like <laughs> yeah I was about to say like top, the top four well at least an open yeah. Your top matches, all, if not most of them, if they were playing for something or like just placement, they were probably going to go hard at it. But actually, hold on. Let me look at this Rowdy Rowless Zero to Hero Gaming just to make sure. I mean, that one I didn't look at.
1: I was mostly just looking at top four. I see Berserker in Great League.
0: Berserker with Shadow Claw for Medicham, Close Combat for Lickitung, and yeah i think the only thing you have to watch out for on the if you're on the on the berserker side is the shadow canto nine tails and steelix if it decides to run earthquake
2: you still got to watch out for that metacham yeah that no it's it's, it's the Metacham, yeah oh yeah i forget
0: it's a steel type yeah.
2: <laughs> and then Pelipper too because you don't really have anything that's hitting it for hard like the player of, but are you going to beat that thing to a weather ball i don't think so let's see yeah, and even yep. even neutral
1: oh. moves hurt the Berserker. The
0: because it's just so glassy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. This is where I feel like we have two like really good researchers, and then there's me. <laughs> 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 that I will ask these questions like, huh. Like, yeah, Berserker's gonna win in the metachan matchup because it has Shadow Claw, and then I completely forgot about counter.
2: Metachan being a fighting type and having counter. Look, I forget. <laughs> but like uh eh. I'd say the top half. Well, the bottom half actually looks a lot more competitive than the top half. And just the an open tier itself. Yeah, an open tier itself. Okay. After you get past Wicked Rewilds and Thunder Squirrels, this is a bunch of eleven tens, twelve nines. Oh wait, there's one sixteen five. Never mind. <laughs> hey, there's a
1: ten to six. <laughs> that that counts as close. Hey, uh, I need okay. to I need to shine a spotlight though on the SoCal Swab Blue Coastal. Just because I opened the open Great League matchup, I see the legendary bird trio. See, and there's the meme. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying it didn't happen. Like I'm totally in agreement. Like there were there were people who were hold
2: definitely on, hold on. in
1: the in the right to just play for fun, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll put it like this. Which one's more memeing on that in that matchup? The Chansey, the Wobble Fett, the Shadow Legendary Trio, or the guy going on with Medicham Basty line with Tomorrow as the second steal.
0: So in order, and I'll probably add a D-Gen line as well.
2: They D-gen seem to be line, a
1: fan of Tomorrow at least. Yeah.
0: d yeah. I'm going Shundo King. Toxic I'm going Chansey because <laughs> Chansey and Bastion, you're just asking for a timeout. And then Meme is the Shadow, shadow Birds. Did I answer all the questions?
2: Yeah, look, okay. there's a timeout, but then I'm looking at that Glice score. like Gliscor don't, don't care. Mm-hmm. That's straight Earthquakes all day. <laughs> Neither does Medicham. The Medicham's just counter, 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 power, point, punch.
0: Yeah, this might have been the matchup where we see the fabled plus four attack on power, punch, Medicham.
2: Save all the shields for Medicham, just let it go.
0: You know, I re- so I'm going to pick on something you said, or that you were going to take a look at when we first did mm-hmm. Our cycle, or our opener nine ten weeks ago, and you, oh. I said, I put on your radar. What about Coastal Kings? Because they're made up of ex uh, Angry well, Bottoms faction members. Uh, unfortunately, they finished towards the bottom, but you know, I think they had a good, I think they had a semi good run, with all things
1: considered. Okay, oh, man, five five eleven win losses.
2: One of them was seven to eleven, though. Weird. Yeah, was that ses- was yeah. If it was Seven Eleven, that means something didn't go right, and both of them just didn't schedule properly because I had we Duff's Cheap had one of those Seven Eleven losses.
0: Now I know two to uh, zero is like the like the warning, even after it's like two zero three zero one loss mm-hmm. removal type things. But yeah, when both of them failed to communicate, it's like
2: I think I think. I don't know what happened there, but I think one just missed the time and then tried to make up another time. The other one missed the time and just both of them couldn't make it available. At that point in time, it's like eleven seven. Match is already over with. Yeah, I feel that. But I, I, I don't know. I kind of expected Coastal Kings, being made up of old angry bottoms and old Orlando faction, having like experience up top. I felt like they probably should have did. Better, and yeah, you, you can be like, okay, well, they have these eleven ten losses. So did we? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like that point, like when you are gonna get over it? Like home slice hooligans. I okay, yeah, that one I can understand. Lithuania orange, I can understand. Help me understand. Nice sack, bro. Isn't isn't nice sack, bro?
0: The who owns it? star owns it, and he plays for. Shoot,
2: I don't know. I'll like, say North yeah, you I can believe I'm looking at that match right now, North Star 3 Like that's one I can understand, but I'm like, as a team in general, like you got Coastal Kings has more experience. Coastal Kings, like, they've battled tougher. Like this one, even with some new people, you should be able to them carry them over the uh, finish line there. And apparently even start off with a 2-0 lead.
0: Yeah, when it, when a team goes two oh and and closet it back. Or, unfortunately, in this case, lets it lose their hands. I kind of have wondered, like, what happened there?
2: So I'm looking like there's one, two, the three is pretty bad. The three, oh, another three-oh. Mm. Hey. Okay, somebody underestimated Lycan Rock. <laughs> that's, that's what happened there. Somebody underestimated Lycan Rock. Okay, that, that solves that question there. Any affiliate rate? Right? Okay, they beat them. They have back-to-back 9-11 losses.
0: Yeah, that puts a, a damper on. And if we're looking at it, that, we can extend the losing streak to the ten to eleven, then the nine to eleven. They lost four in a row, but as, as close as the battles were, that I'm not gonna lie, that does take a toll on on a team. Mm-hmm. Uh Talking from experience. <laughs> I'm
2: with that experience.
0: Yeah, the, the first cycle of cover was very rough.
2: What for? Or sorry, Being first.
0: First month of first month of copper was very rough for our team.
2: I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was rough for you guys. Well, you guys scored like uh, you guys won like what 100 battles. Yeah, we still got the 100. I was gonna say yeah. And look, and easily cleared relegation. So yeah, we, we did fine. I was like, look, you're probably comparing yourself to who was all in that tier? Battle Boys, SoCal SD. Who else was in that? Barktown. Barktown. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that three was finished up.
0: I have to insert a uh, "we got robbed" joke here, or else d- um, our teammate Donut will yell at me. So we got robbed <laughs> in Barktown.
3: <laughs>
1: Ooh, do tell.
0: When we get to Copper, I'll I'll tell the story.
1: Okay, got it. Two weeks in a row. Well, and before <laughs> we, before we move out open, I just I feel like I need to shout out Hear Me Pie Horror for putting together four wins this cycle.
0: Solid, solid battling from that from that team.
1: Mm. We
0: they were the first team that we. Sh- they were the first team that we shouted out when this podcast first started, and they're they're doing their best, and that's all we can ask of them.
1: And they've they've kept the whole team together, which has been impressive, like in its own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all ready to move on into iron?
2: Oh yeah, because that's not going to take too long to talk about. <laughs> that was that was two two factions and two factions only, and a third that just made it difficult by tying.
0: Yeah, you're not you're honestly not wrong in saying that, but we still have to shout them out. Congrats to Sub Zero for taking the last Iron Crown. Grievard was right behind them the whole way. (laughs) And then you know, the Gumi University team just had to just had to tie in bout, in bout one and make things first difficult.
2: First bout, I was like, are you kidding me? And then I had to go out and write the next the next bout when they play subs, they were like, oh, this is going to decide who wins the tier. Even knowing that they had a tie, I was like, oh yeah, this is still going to decide who wins the
0: tier. Yeah, I just, I find it a little ironic that the Queen Bees, even though they lost to Island Guardians, the Queen Bees still secured the quote-unquote final promotion spot and they didn't need a tie to do it.
2: I think they were... Once they got that win over Goomy, it was like, okay, they're kind of safe as long as they would have beaten New Mexico PvP, and then they did, and it was like, oh, okay, you guys ain't playing for anything this week. Literally, you're safe.
0: Yeah. I think my biggest... my The biggest surprise I have to give, to was NM PVP because we saw them fall from bronze, I think, down Man. into iron, and then they kind of, like, turn it around a little bit, and even but, though, yeah, they would still technically get relegated... The fact that they were able to rattle rattle off four wins, in I'm, a not,
2: I'm not gonna lie, I was stunned that they were still in it. About about four, what was yeah, it was about four or five. Because I know they got they got they they got destroyed by Sub Zero, but outside of that, it was like, yo, they're three and two, they're still in it. Just they just <laughs> happen to be in one of those tiers where four <laughs> factions get relegated. They, they played it out with seven people
1: again.
0: They had they they did their best.
2: <laughs> Look. Them and another faction, I, I can't I can't badmouth, I'm not gonna shit talk them. They they did the absolute best. And it's one of those where you just look back if you're not if you're not a part of the group or not a part of the tier, you look back and just kinda go, that was pretty impressive. Like record might not say it was impressive, but like as a overall group effort, that was impressive.
0: Yeah, the definitely when you like when you said the record, the record doesn't tell the whole story because kind of following the t- following the, the faction cycle, the factions around there was a iron was incredibly stacked, like to begin with. Yeah. Because I'll say it was stacked because you had you had a very stacked open t- open tier last mm-hmm. cycle. Three of which, three teams got double promoted, and the only reason why Sub Zero was in Iron was because we beat them in the head to head. Otherwise, they would have been in Copper, and we would have been in Iron, and Iron could have looked like a whole different story.
2: I'll t- I'll put it like this: If that was switched, I still think out of all of that, Grievers underdogs would have still been either second or first place. That they they were legit. Sub-Zero was legit. Goomby was scary from the get go. I think Queen Bee Queen Bees made me like they. It was a pleasant. It was a slight pre- pleasant surprise considering how their last run in Iron went. So it was like they came back better this time around. Island Guardians, okay, I'm they they did well like. If there's anyone I don't know which faction I'm more disappointed in, to be honest with you.
0: I I know. I know which one. Which one? Bastodons.
2: No, I'm not disappointed in them. You not you're not? No. <laughs> like Jet, <laughs> what do you What are you thinking? Oh, I was I was just waiting to hear who MJ was trying to convince. Ah. Well, cause remember at the start, I was like, I feel like Tetsudo's skills could Like, easily bounce themselves back up into either copper or even win the whole tier and go to bronze. Like, is for me, it's between them and Swell Sprouts. Swell Sprouts, who was just like, okay, like, you're clearly just here for fun. I'm not not knocking you there, but at the same time, like, can you, can you, like, win some of these 12 9 games once, please? Even though you did beat Inglorious and New Bastidons 11 to 10, and then followed up with a 12 9 loss to Queen Bees. Well,
0: see, to I was gonna say, see, I had, I had subs like in my my top four was Sub Zero, grievard and then I had Bastodons in third, and then Queen Bee's fourth. Gumi was gonna finish sixth, and then Island Gardens is gonna finish seventh because half their team went to start another team, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And okay. so, like, I'm kind of looking at, you know, Bastodon's finishing where they did. I'm like, well, that was a little disappointing because I had you pegged to finish in third.
1: No, I'm I'm really impressed by Island Guardians, just hanging with everybody, being essentially
2: a brand new team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the way the way Iron played out is like all things considered, Sub Zero should have won that, and they did, and they almost dominated. Like only really two factions kind of pushed them to the well. One faction they was going to get revenge on no matter what. And they ended up doing that with Grievered Underdogs. But, like, Gumi was the one that I thought was going to push them. And then Queen Bees... I don't know. It seems like this tier kind of shook out the way it should have, all except for, like, Tetsudo only getting three wins. Well, one win. One win? win? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel that. Okay, you haven't quite, quote-unquote, convinced me, but usually the teams (laughs) that... See, the way I kind of look at it is, like, the teams that are freshly relegated... I don't kind of pick them as like the all stars yet until like maybe about four, about five, about the halfway point, and then seeing as I saw that they were all towards the la- latter part, I go, oh okay, well the I'll kind of rank them towards the bottom and rank the the newer ones that just got promoted up onto the top. That's my train of thought, at least.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can I, I can I can see that. I can try to think. I had I, I got. I heard what you said, but I just like something popped up in my head. I was like, dang, I need to make mention of this. Dang it.
1: If, if you need a second, I, I can agree with Taco and just say that when when there's that, that relegation or a few relegations in a row, it's it's kind of then up to the team to say this is fine or like we need to change some stuff, right? So I, I'm in the similar camp of, yeah, you watch the first few just to see if they're going forward or not.
0: Jet, we've been over this. You can't agree with me. Jesse you have Jay. to. because
2: <laughs> yeah, what, what, what you said was a great point. Like, just going back to, like, New Mexico and Swell, Swell Sprouts kept, like, falling over and over again. It was like, okay, at some point, you either nut up or shut up. And New Mexico, <laughs> I, they, they try. Like, thankfully, there's no more season, so they're not going to get relegated. But I'd be like, yo, like, even if they were to have got relegated, you have nothing to be ashamed of. You went out there and you tried, you competed, you made it like, okay, hey, we may have gotten relegated, but we fought, we fought, we fought to the end and just lost out on that nineteen-two loss, really ended up coming out to bite us really badly. That's fair, yeah. I think I remember what it was I was about to say, and this may apply to some of the higher up tiers, but Kuhn, as a Kuhnja Maths, I'm going to say that, I might butcher his name. Oh well. Alright, we have a history of doing that on the podcast. Cool, because he's gonna complain about me no matter what, so I don't really care. Uh I want to give like a nice little shout-out to him. Like he usually when when like an emerald or a diamond or a platinum team disbands, like and Sub Zero was mostly this, well halfway this in a way, but like Bad Muse disbanded at the start right before Cycle 4 started, and they would have been an emerald most of the bad muse players either jumped onto another team in emerald and was like nah i'm just stay up here i'm gonna fight up here and there were some that like went down i think as low as gold um uh, he's the only one that really was like nah i'm gonna go all the way down to iron i'm gonna fight with this grieved underdogs who were underdogs and we're gonna try i'm gonna try to help them out here and like yo he he did the rare thing that you hear like Platinum, Diamond, Emerald team say when it comes to the lower tiers, like that. Well, they can't compete with us. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, if you think that they can't compete with you, go down there and battle them. Go down there and battle them and beat them. And like, as a player, he just went down there and did it. So it's like, okay, give him, give him his props right there. Yeah, we'll definitely
0: give a shout out on. I'm not even gonna say that trainer's name because <laughs> I'll let
2: him go after you, and not me. I'll let him come after me. I just, I don't, I don't care. That's just, it. just, just it, it was refreshing, like him and. This this really isn't a knock against like Sharks and Rec, Sharks and Wreck in a way. But at the same time like Sharks and Wreck you still had like that group. They some of them you could tell were from other factions. So it was like okay, they all came together. So you had some like diamond and emerald caliber players on that faction coming that da- coming to play with each other. it was like okay you guys did well enough but then he just single-handedly like no i'm gonna go play with this faction down here that's in open get promoted to iron because of disbandings my team disbanding in particular and i'm gonna be a part of that legacy i'm gonna help them climb and it just it i don't know best way i say is like it's just something like kind of worth pointing out like hey sometimes if you can be, like, an emerald or a diamond or a platinum and just, like, be as tough as you think you are and always say, like, well, these factions, they gotta prove it. Like, well, okay, cool. Like, go down there, beat them. And he was a trainer that was like, okay, I'm gonna go down here and I'm gonna beat them. And for most about, that's what he did. He also helped Reaver do, do the same. So it was like, okay, that, that was refreshing to see.
0: To kind of piggyback off that point you just made, there was a tweet that I saw. I think it was from Reezy when they said, yeah, we got, like, way back at the end of Last Cycle. They go, Yeah, we got promoted from, from open. And then our teammate Donut said, Yeah, open is definitely harder to fight than like some of the higher tiers. And like he just put, yeah, no kidding. Cause it's like honestly, there are, I would probably be the first one to say, like, there are some teams in open tier that can beat, you know, the
2: gold and platinum tiers. And this look, and this is where you get emeralds and diamonds and platinums all angry because they're like, No, they can't. I'm like, look, it's not about those higher up tiers you know who you got to play week in and week out like once once this once about one set you know your schedule all the way out if you pay attention or if you just look around you'll find it out open it's like okay hey not only are you playing a team you're playing against this week you're playing up against at least 20 other teams and then you gotta like beat the best each each and every week or score as many you gotta beat the best and then at the same time score as many points as possible just to get out of open yeah i can echo that sentiment and it was it's 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 a different beast than it is top like up top you're fighting everybody who like okay you're all like the skill level between emerald and diamond is probably a hell of a lot bigger than the skill level in open just on principle but the amount of things you have to fight in open is a little bit it makes it probably i would say it's the Hmm. it's the toughest to navigate i wouldn't necessarily say it's the toughest tier I've gotten in trouble for saying that there's another tier that's the toughest tier in all of at least North America. Copper
1: but was it, the toughest tier in North America. You can't change my mind. It did one. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you didn't actually have to play your way out of open, I don't want to hear your comments. Thank
2: you.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll echo that sentiment. Qualifier teams, I guess, can count? Question mark. Because Qualifier was just open, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the,
2: the Qualifier became open at the season one cycle three okay season one cycles one and two it was his own it was the lowest possible tier so you had to make it you had to make it out of qualifiers with like that one was i think half like you had to have like the top half record in qualifiers to make it to open and then once you got to open you had to be like top four top no it was top three at the time it's top three at the time
0: dang top three that's brutal for top three that's hyper competitive
3: mm-hmm.
2: top three that's out good. of at least fifty.
0: Well, gentlemen, any closing thoughts before we move on in the copper
1: tier?
2: I'll just go ahead and talk about copper. That was. That Wait, was...
0: you
1: gotta let Jet have his final thoughts before I tell <laughs> the story. No, we we had. I feel like we we spent longer there than I anticipated for <laughs> for, for iron being what it was. I feel like we kind of touched on everybody. MJ says we only got to talk about two
0: teams. Now nah, we're gonna talk about the whole tier. <laughs> That's it's how we whole whole do it. Tier, yep. Okay. So I will preface this by saying I have the utmost respect for the self arena and for the referees Uh-oh. and everything. But now Taco is choosing violence. So we were we were battling Barktown Boomers and we were tied nine to nine going into a Jack's battle. And in game one, there was a one turn there was there was a, a one turn loss on confusion.
1: Oh, it was a a full confusion.
0: Okay, never mind. We lost a full confusion. So we lost four turns? Four turns. Yeah, that's four turns. Okay. So we lost four turns and a whole confusion. And because of that lost confusion, we ended up losing the game. And then in game two, so it was 10-9. And then Jack won the second game, so it was 10-10. And then their captain won the match to make it, quote-unquote, 11-10. When they did the provisional rematch, Jack won. And they, we decided, all right, we're going to dispute it. We're going to leave it up to the refs, and we're going to go from there. The refs waited, and they, they took the whole 72 hours. I have no no issue with that. I was We were arguing that because we lost, like the, the game was unresponsive, and we lost the confusion, that cascaded into us playing from behind and ultimately losing. The referee said, and I quote, because there's not enough evidence to overturn... To show that we actually lost a turn of confusion, not the player just stopped tapping the screen. We the provisional rematch result will not stand and we will give the result to the original game, which means we lost eleven to ten to Barktown Boomers. When there when we when I asked for more questions and kind of brought up for like clarification and stuff, it was said, Oh yeah, you gotta turn your screen taps on. Like there was a bunch of people that knew what to do. And we were just like, well, we're a new team that has never had to dispute anything. And this was not common knowledge to us. So, WTF, mate. So, now, whenever I play a match, actually, I went into my phone, turned developer mode on, and turned show touches at all times. And I just said, look, when you're battling, do it like this. And we hated that so much. Like, the iPhone users were at a huge disadvantage because they essentially had to relearn how to play Pokemon Go like the minigame uh-huh. like Jack hated it and we had that happen again <laughs> It when we were fighting Winter Vortex but ultimately because the screen touches weren't on during the rematch the captain and I both looked at it and said well we, we've been down this road before and we know what the arena is going to rule so we're not we're not going to f- dispute this so the captain's like overrid overrode the dispute Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So unfortunately, the, the Barktown Boomer and the Air matchup. Donut likes to say we got robbed during that. I know it's a joke. A part of me feels like we did get robbed because everybody oh, knew this. Everybody like knew. Everybody knew like the common knowledge thing of like, yeah, turn your show your screen touches, do this and that. Like, well, we didn't know any of that.
1: It's it's just tough when it's a really obvious thing that occurs
2: and then that's the reason why they can just immediately throw it out this is also where all the emeralds diamonds and platinums i was just railing against will come down on me and be like yeah see this is why it's tough up here because we we have to know all the rules i'm like okay well shut up is it though like (laughs) (laughs) is it you just have to talk to the wound right now i kind of i kind of like hearing this like so I'm I'm looking at the match. I'm like, okay, well, who the like, who's the Galarian Slow King on where it lost the one turn, four turns at? It was,
0: dude. I don't remember. It was Galarian Slow King. Jack of Hearts had the had a positive matchup on his Galarian Slow King in the lead. I think it was for simplicity's sake. Let's say it was como O because that's the biggest like mm, yeah. death win on. Well, okay, on
1: I can that side. I can I can walk you. Either- through the actual issue, and it was that he couldn't swap out after uh, they had swapped in their Ampharos.
2: Oh, so then he, like, he, he should
1: have been able to, to get out. He had to sacrifice his shield mm. and still be a move behind. Somehow, <laughs> it was just like <laughs> uh, this is all bad. <laughs> Anyways, but
0: yes, that is the only the only gripe I will say, and then I will also say I through my game three i could have won it but i screwed it up and so i was like don't let it get you down too bad we wouldn't be in the situation had i just won my game three against Fitbeard, and they're like no that's not that's not the point and i was like no it is the point because we wouldn't have this conversation because all jack had to do was win one game instead of two but anyway <laughs> about nine so SoCal Swablu beats Utah Rangers to secure the Copper Crown. Winter Vortex beats Spices Right. Diner Don't Care wins Busta Mime in probably the memeiest matchup of Copper Tier. We'll get into that in a moment. Probably? No, it was you. You saw our matchup. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
0: No match fixing was involved, if that's uh, oh, if no, that's no, what no. you're asking.
2: <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm here for the memes. Um, hmm. And then Barktown oh, Boomers loses kind of to Battle to Boys. This. How? How I'm, can we talk about that? Like, nah, hold on, we gonna, we gonna talk about this, this is in the world. Sea King, Charger Bug, Alolan Geodude, Hyrum, Bondsline. I get the bulk is there, but still, how
0: okay? So, we were all watching this and we were wondering how this was gonna happen. All you needed to do was get rid of the Pilus wine.
2: Well then, why didn't you just keep the Piloswine in the back?
0: Because Piloswine... look at Piloswine... Look at Piloswine in the lead.
2: You beat,
0: yeah, like if you, but you know, if you put Piloswine in the lead, you have charge. You have to go. You beat the Charge Bug. You beat the Geo Dude. You beat the Tyrant, and you hurt the Volobi. But at the beginning, we had Tyrant. It was the lead. It was Tyrant versus Lycanroc. and I think Sea King was swapped out. Danny will probably yell at me on Sunday when this episode goes live, and. The and Jeremy swapped into a Drapion, and then didn't shield the drill run, and mm-hmm. so Sea King got we got switch back, and then Piloswine came out, and Sea Kingpin was did just enough damage to Sea King
1: really never <laughs> mind C-
0: Sea <laughs> King did just enough damage to make Bonsly come in and just counter down the Piloswine and the Lichen and just like throw rock slides for the
1: lulls and then it was it was the bonsai show for sure i oh. say, i had to carry yeah i did. did
0: carry and then yeah. the, the games two and three there was the the change up rock was in the back because bonsai was gonna be in the back and so you know counter versus counter but lycan rock did more damage so that's how they won game two and then bonsley just like derp derp derpty derp i'm gonna ch- i'm a tree
2: and won game three Mm-hmm. That's a lot of walking to get those best buddy ribbons. I know that. Yeah, it was when also you. an expensive
0: team, full <laughs> <whole> stop. <staff. laughs> he said he spent $1.65
1: stardust to build it. And he's
2: lying by about at least $2.1 on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's just how much he spent that day.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks. Nice. Anyway, I, copper. <laughs> the rest of copper,
0: yes. And then finally battle boys beat barktown boomers 10 to 8 which and i know that barktown boomers is probably seething at the mouth on this remember how you say 10
2: to 8 i thought you said 13 8 i said 13 8 okay
0: so remember how last time when promotion was happening barktown boomers lost out on relegation by one win Mm -mm. well they lost out on second place by exactly one win (laughs) it's well Man, I'm like an ex. I'm like an I'm like a toxic girlfriend right now, just bringing up stuff that happened in the past.
2: To be fair, <laughs> if we were going to another cycle or season, it really wouldn't have mattered. No, it no, wouldn't. Here.
0: Yeah, but you know, they would circle that, that match up in particular and be like, we're winning by more than one point here.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that just means the third match, somebody going to put the beat down on somebody else. Because what? Barktown yeah. beat them by one point in the open. I remember that. And then Battle Boys returned the favor by five this time around.
0: So in this case, it's gonna be a win by ten, at least. There's... Mathematically, that's not possible, but it's a thought.
2: What do you mean mathematically is not possible? I, I... <laughs> How do you
0: win by ten in the best of twenty one series? Somebody doesn't register a team. I hate you and your math skills
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair okay uh definitely though this this tier in itself i have not seen more 11 to 10s over the course of the the tier of the the cycle than in this tier like
1: this was really anybody's game especially with that about one start where what was it Oh, it was it was it was the two of us. It was sorry about two. <laughs> was when it went four
2: about of the about matchups. Two crazy. Yeah. But I was just happy. I was not looking in. About <laughs> What was it? Week seven when it was Swablu versus Barktown. It was like, all right, cool. We know who the three are that's getting promoted. We know <laughs> where. We know the ones that are safe. Now it's just like, can Bustamante, Utah, and Spices Right not get shown up by? An entirely brand new, mostly brand new, Orlando faction. Who, by the way, the standing ovation for the Orlando faction, like the, the heart they, the heart they put out there. I don't like half the team left to go start Coastal Kings. Others went to Battle Club Orlando. Like it was mostly all new team, and like two, maybe three people from. Battle Club Orlando coming over to Orlando faction. Somehow just like just every everything I was I was it was just fun to watch. Just even in their blowouts. It was like, no, and B they shouldn't be in no 11-10 matchups. Like this particular Orlando faction class. They shouldn't be 11 10 against Bustman. They shouldn't be 9-12 to SoCal Swablu. They shouldn't be 8-13 to Battle Boys. Like these should all be blowout losses.
0: I was yeah. honestly a little scared fighting them because kind of seeing how they matched up against the other teams that we lost to, it's like, okay, they can be really good or really inconsistent.
2: I think they got... I think you guys played them at the right time because they went and decided there's going to stun all over Utah, and you guys had just got robbed. So it was like, oh, that's a perfect storm for an ass-kicking. Oh, we
0: were pissed in bout five. We said, look, I don't care who our opponent is, we're putting up at least
2: 14 points. Hey, I was talking about that with... uh. I can't remember I can't remember who all was in it, but it was like there was a Discord group we was talking about like all the scores. I was like, Yeah, that, that D Nair Orlando faction score, like something happened in that <laughs> Art boomers match that nobody's talking about yet that led to this score. Cause Orlando faction just put up fifteen and they turn around and put up four. Like, nah, nah, that wasn't all Orlando. D Nair had a had a bone to pick, with somebody, anybody, whoever wanted to listen, they was gonna talk to it about it. the rampage yeah, continued. Knew.
1: We we knew we needed points at that point, where it was just like, even <laughs> we're all right if, if we can turn the rest of them into
2: wins, but we really need to pick it up now. Look, and then follow that we're like, nah, we ain't got the anger out of our system yet. Come on, Spices, right? You get some of this seventeen point beat down too.
3: And it was then-
2: time. <laughs> yep, and then we hit a wall with
0: Northeast Battlers Winter Vortex. Which I found out I am not the only podcast that calls them Nebraska. I just want to point that out.
1: At least, at least you can't say British Columbia Orlando anymore.
0: It's because we don't cover them. Oh wait, yes, we do.
1: We do. <laughs> yeah, we do.
0: It's, yes, so, that's what we do. It was quiet. Okay, it was a very quiet time for them. Mm. We would talk about other stuff.
2: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: But I'm not gonna lie. This this team was very or this tier itself was very competitive and it just goes to show you like the top i think we were top six teams yeah we finished sixth and then seventh place was two games behind us
2: no matter what i think like and you guys playing this so i can understand you guys saying that it was a tough tier i think if you took out utah spices right and at least the first half of the cycle for bust of mind, i could agree with you on the toughness but because you got utah in there And more so because you got Spices Right, who managed to win all of 54 battles. Yeah, there were some free points given out there. You guys got 17 on them. Mm, Excuse me. Look, we had
0: to put up some points somewhere, okay?
2: (laughs) I was like, yeah, so did everybody else. And they all seem to pick Spices Right. SoCal got 19 on them. Battle Boys got 19 on them. Like, everybody seemed to pick them to get their points. Barktown got 18 on Bust of Mine. Like it's that it's that bottom three. I think I mentioned this in the article. It's like, look, no you three really don't have an excuse as to why you're behind Lando faction because Lando faction's all new. You guys aren't. Like, what what's happening?
0: They're doing their best with what they have. Is probably what I'm what I'm probably gonna want to say.
2: <laughs> I say yeah. To to be fair, they did have to play. Pioneer Valley and Northeast Battlers Winter Vortex and SoCal Swablu, who all were probably a little bit upset at the fact that Stadium Elite Silver just kind of took on the form of their higher tier brethren. Yep. But we'll get there. But okay,
0: that was my I chose violence. Yeah. And (laughs) I know I'm going to get a flack for it when this episode goes live, but I I just don't care right now. I had well, to. I had to get it out of the system.
1: <laughs> it was. It was time to come clean. And on that kind of note, I, I do have to say I'm super proud of the the San Diego team. Like I found out today that they were tied up, and Dapper was he, okay. So, so he had he had a freak stroke, and he refused to sub out. And then he wins out their bout 3-0. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. And then yes, the, there are several of the players on their team who didn't play Sylph before joining that team, and it's been it's been great seeing them really come into their own.
0: Is do you know if Dapper's
1: okay?
2: Uh, I was about to say that's the first question I got.
1: Yeah, I, well and, and he 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 seems to be, but yeah, and he any any and all support is, is good yeah because
0: I, I saw it on twitter that a, a brain scan was posted but i said i have no idea who this person is but i wish them the best and then i saw cali dad had commented replied to it and said oh no i hope you have a speeder care. I was like oh okay this might be a, a swablu person but where are they and then you're mentioning this and i go okay i've
2: connected the dots yeah then then's the dots See, I I actually like when you said that I was looking. I knew I knew what match you was talking about, but then you gave the context. Behind it, I was like, oh, that three zero is way more impressive now. And also, well, yeah, and then you look at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, looking at looking at that matchup, it was another meme matchup, but a meme matchup that could have really got First off, I'm kind of stunned that SoCal Swablu let her get that close in the first place.
0: Told you, Utah Rangers can be one of those teams that they're on
2: or know, they're off. No, I know. Look, <laughs> I've given up on them. I, when they do stuff like this, where it's like, just watch. Come on, I know you guys are good.
0: Ugh. You just got a lot of fire under their butt.
2: Okay, but well, how much longer do I have to wait?
0: <laughs> King of the Hill. They'll, they'll turn it on on King of
1: the Hill. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you lit a fire under the San Diego team. So just, I, th- I think they, they referred to some tweet about calling the bust of mine the dark horse for our tier.
2: Yeah. At started start of the cycle, I, could, I saw them. I also saw them like a dark horse. So it was like, eh.
1: Yeah. But they're they're a passionate crew. So I'm looking forward to whatever they do next.
2: Start up another SoCal group. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just, just go mob all of. Play Pokemon the, events. SoCal fight oh, the beam.
0: They'll start another a tier. They'll start another team when Coastal Kings gets promoted into Iron.
1: It would have been fun though to see them play SoCal Swablu
2: Blue. Ooh, that's right. Hold on. Wait. Would that have happened? Yeah, because they are in Silver. And Silver would no, because Blue would have gotten promoted. Yeah, like, one to another cycle. Blue would have gotten promoted because they finished third.
1: Oh, okay. So, not not quite, but...
0: Alrighty. Barely any, staying ahead. Any closing thoughts from y'all before we go up into bronze?
2: Oh, no, let's get to bronze. Okay. Let's
0: to bronze. Please, let's... Wait, wait, let's, wait, wait. Uh... wait. It has to say no as well. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be like... <laughs> like, oh, we're not gonna just leave Jet behind. He's like, wait, I wanted to talk more about copper.
1: No. We're, 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 we got a good thing going here. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Alright. Ah. Uh-huh. So from wow. bronze tier, <laughs> Sharks and Wreck took their foot off the gas and they still happen to take the overall championship because, yeah, they're just that good.
2: Look, Sharks and Wreck was like, we don't have to play Brave Nerds this cycle. We don't have to play Rock, Paper, Slark this cycle. We're winning. And at the end of bout eight, it was clear that, OK, won. They don't need to do any more. I would have liked to see them go Nine and oh, but hey, in Synchronoise did the Synchronoise thing and pop up out of nowhere to get people. Also, I think half of Sharks and Rec was at Hartford this weekend, this past weekend, so that may also play a role in that. But anyway, they're trying to get their battles in at the venue.
1: <laughs> I,
2: I saw some of that at San Diego, but like, yeah, now nah, Sharks and Rec kind of they they did they did what they were supposed to do. They finally got out of the way of having to battle their two of their biggest rivals and i'm just gonna point out to everybody who thought i was on one for saying mighty thunder ducks was another faction that you had to watch out for in this tier at start of the cycle how you like me now
0: look it took me half of the cycle to realize that was an academy team for the thunderdome
2: oh yeah that and t- to be honest that's did everybody know this but me yeah okay <laughs> It took a
1: while for me to figure out that Thunder Squirrels was also under that same umbrella. Mm-hmm. Now the only reason why I knew
0: that one is because Big Dude was posting nonstop in the Thunderdome server about starting a new faction, and then I saw I was like, oh, introducing the Thunder Squirrels. I'm like, yep, that's one. That's another one. And like then they said something about they'll be added to, and I go, wait, there's an. But yeah, it's just the Thunderdome and the Thunder Squirrels. What am I? Your Thunder ducks. Thunder ducks. Is in the name. Look, I thought they just really liked the Disney Channel movie, The Mighty Ducks. Okay,
2: no, whose ass did that happened. But yeah, everybody who like kind of questioned when I said the Thunder Ducks are a legitimate threat, or at least somebody else should keep in mine for promotion or the tier championship I'm like look the only team that they really fear well i wouldn't say fear but the only faction that they seem to have a problem with is the one that ended up winning the tier in sharks and wreck they where did they slip up at again because i know they they beat i think they went on a winning streak after that and then lost to did they lose to bad Mewtwo's. no they lost somewhere else they lost to bad Mewtwo's oh no, and yeah. they lost to sharks and wreck okay so then it was at the end where they slipped up but even then I think they wouldn't have passed sharks and wreck at that point. So
1: Oh man, Taco, we we forgot our our shout out. What shout out? For for Ars and his one and only match 3-0ing. Oh shoot, you're right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm going back to cover teammate. for a
0: second. <laughs> I I am an awful captain, okay? I do want to give a special shout out to Acre. He <laughs> Is that not how you say it?
1: That's not the order of the letters. No, Taco. I've been saying it wrong.
0: Is it Ark?
2: R69? R- R- yeah. yeah. Man, he ain't on my team. I didn't even know the guy existed, and I got it right on the first try. Taco. Yeah.
0: Taco sucks at names. Mm. Also, because I think I misspelled his name on Twitter when I was unveiling the team, and then I just never corrected it. Oh, so that's okay. my fault. Bad captain. <laughs> I'm a, t- I'm on a terrible plaque captain. It's in your brain. Yeah, it is. Well, so he he was kind of like joining as a learner just to see like how everything does and i was like look it's the last bout it's the last thing yeah, you want to play, play. It's like, it's like you have to play No matter. he's like okay and he goes and 3-0s his opponent like we i was i was so proud of him hey we were on. all like cheering him on
2: he didn't use pelipper nor carfagrigus yeah oh okay Hey, r 69 if you want a captain who's going to actually remember your name and <laughs> your name properly uh yeah. give me a little dm like let's let's talk about some d4c m- merchandise and look so- we already,
0: well, look we already put him on the official roster and he's getting some of our swag so back off
2: when you want to hop up to a higher tier give me a call there is no tier now. When you want to hop up to a higher, higher? Give me a call. It's a higher state of being. There you go. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm laughing you at your name too because I know exactly what you mean by R69. Jesus, he's a, he's a simple man.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> uh, man of culture, I see. Uh huh. So we were talking about bronze tier.
0: <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> the bronze tier. So I was not following Ensynchronoise that much. I was mainly following the top three, and then the disappointment that was C Kingpin. I'll officially say after four oh. cycles or three cycles, I have given up on putting hope into them.
2: Oh, oh! It's almost like somebody specifically told you this at the start. I you remem- did? Okay, okay. Just, just, just. All right, just because I specific- I remember that I was like, whatever you do, don't trust C Kingpin. They're going to let you down
0: and I didn't listen, but to be fair I barely listened to my own wife, so I'm, I'm, I'm bullheaded
1: I'm a, I'm a little sad now that I've seen one of the matches that didn't play the, that oh man oh <laughs> both, both rap dashes and yeah, Beast Orlando, Ghost Pepper and the Justicar, that is that is
0: special that would have been a good fight, match to fight in. but I gotta give my hats off to Duns to Dunspice getting their first victory at the very end of the cycle they was didn't a- get last yeah that was their very first victory
2: well, I mean that was a battle for like, somebody was going to have to get their first victory there bronze, does bronze get double relegated or is it just still single nah, bronze has a double relegation oh dang I didn't know that actually no that wasn't their first win their first win was a T kingpin what <laughs> <laughs> I told you You've got to be kidding me. Put your trust in C Kingpin. You go back to about four and bronze. This side. I see it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Cause I'm looking when you said that their first win was this side. I'm like, wait, they they already have three points. They had to have it somewhere. And then oh yeah, down in about four at the bottom. You will see. (laughs)
0: That's fair. Okay. So eleven
1: to ten.
0: Does so that mean that Sea King Man is just that inconsistent or Ghost Pepper Dunspice has flashes of brilliance? I'm putting it in Ghost Pepper Dunspice has flashes of brilliance. A little bit of column a, a little bit of column. A, uh, a
3: bit of both. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they took N noise to ten to eleven. Who? Ghost Pepper.
2: Ghost Pepper Ghost Pepper and Ensynchronoise have played each other before though, so like multiple times actually. I think that was, that was their third time playing each other. Okay. So they're they're pretty familiar with each other. I see. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Let me see. Because that was Bronze Season 2. Bronze Cycle 1 season 2. And then Silver, I think, Cycle 1 Season 2. So, yeah, this would have been their third time playing each other. Alrighty then.
0: And then, of course, we have to talk about Battle Club Orlando, not British Columbia Orlando. Do they we. will unfortunately finish the cycle without a win. Sad day.
2: Would you like to know who they scored the most points against? Is <laughs> it C Kingpin? <laughs> ah, look at the big brain on you!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> look to the people of C Kingpin if you're listening to this. Like, it's not that I hate you guys. It's not that I take fun and then ha- like poking jabs at you. Even though this is a bit of a poisonous jab that I'm throwing your way, <laughs> as the person that has to cover and write about. A lot of different factions a lot of different tiers and just fine storylines to jump onto every time i wanted to believe in you every time i wrote and told people to believe in you you then would turn around and give me despair which is why when you started off to oh i legitimately was like their next match is against thunder ducks oh that's all that is the perfect recipe for a sea kingpin loss and there it was so i don't hate you guys about it you, you're actually pretty fun because you're giving me content just by like doing this like hey it's it's another like faction beef i could probably start well used to have before factions end, but like just this 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 is why this is why you are i am Stephen a and you guys are my ben simmons that was rude. I'm sorry.
0: You can tell that I don't follow NBA that much because I don't know the, I don't
2: remember those names as often. It, it, it doesn't matter. I, I just I'm sorry. C. Kingpin. I shouldn't have said. <laughs> I'll give a better example later. But that was that was a bad that was an insult to you guys. I shouldn't compare you to Ben Simmons. You guys are actually playable. <laughs> Alrighty, Jet. Do you have
0: any
1: last minute? or last thoughts on bronze i was i was just appreciating that on top of being you know the the top two teams looking to take the tier it seems like sharks and wreck and stadium elite were also in a competition for how many players can play different metas oh yeah (laughs) everyone's playing everything
0: all at once
1: like I, I feel like we we've commented before when there's been like one player that played three or four, and <laughs> like they got they actually have a couple. Yeah, Garchomp. Garchomp.
2: Five people that's played master league. That, yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, Garchomp, and uh, and I'm gonna say MX Champ, Mez uh, Champ. Okay, Z's Wireless. A City Boy, and Gordon and the Flash all played in three or more fields. That is impressive. i
2: will say Bronze throughout this whole cycle has been... Like, I'll, I'll put this out there. Battle Club Lando and Ghost Pepper Dunspice being in that last place spot kind of made relegation a lot easier to follow in Bronze because everything else was just... Up in the air. Oh, my God. Even when, like... Sharks and not sharks, Even when Stadium Elite Silver went on that two-bout losing streak in the middle of the cycle, it was like, okay, still Sharks and Wex still has to win because Mighty Thunder Ducks haven't lost, and Mighty Thunderdocks still have to win because they're still next to Stadium Elite Silver and Bad Mewtwo's. And then you look down at the bottom at that third relegation spot. Okay, Field Team Six, you're gonna need to score some points because you're trailing the Triple T squad. Oh. Now you're ahead of Triple T Squad. Hey, Triple T Squad, you're going to need to win in order to pass them now. And now it was, just, it, was it was fun all around. And then, like, just in the middle, watching In Synchronoise and C. Kingpin probably bust up some people's math. Like, again, just insult to C. Kingpin. But then, about six, they score an 11-10 victory over Bad Mewtwo's, which means Bad Mewtwo's has to win out in order to even have a shot at getting promoted if promotion was a thing. And, I like to
0: pretend that promotion is still a thing. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just living in denial right now.
2: <laughs> oh happy you. I'm, I'm trying
0: my best. I I'm had so my
2: TT
1: made a team after they were down to I think it was three people. And they still did pretty well,
0: all things considered. Huh?
1: I thought I thought they were out. So the the fact that they rallied and showed up for for, for bronze of all things.
0: righty. So if we have no final thoughts, are we ready to move into Uncharted
2: Waters? Oh, now you guys are coming up where the big boys are, where the chaos is here. And usually, well, okay, no, you can go ahead and introduce us into this new and uncharted <laughs> on this podcast, and then I'll take over from there.
0: We are in some Uncharted Waters now, where we will be covering Silver uh, on Up. Uh, and I am going to, I have no idea what I'm going to be talking about, aside from like teams that I recognize that have fought. When we covered them, I'm going to let MJ go ahead and give us the rundown.
2: So, if you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen a couple tweets I've made about Silver tier. Me saying that if you win silver, like, it's a good chance that you could probably be, like, in Emerald one day. And I got some pushback, ironically, from a faction that was in silver at the start of factions that are now in Emerald and going to the World Championship. So, you know, do with that what you will. Silver is routinely the toughest tier in all of North America. Now, this cycle for like the double promotion, it wasn't all that tough. Like, it was one faction that was the favorite going into it, and one faction that ended up winning out Rock, Paper, Slark. Everybody knows about Rock, Paper, Slark. They're the new elite TMs, along with Brave Nerds and Sharks and Red. A part of the Open Six, if you will. Top half of Open Six.
0: I was gonna say, what's the Open Six for those uninitiated?
2: Oh, for those uninitiated, the Open 6 is a group of six open tier teams from Season 2, Cycle 1, that got promoted thanks to both outright clinching their promotion spots and also some disbandments from the higher tiers, which includes, well, now it's the Open 5 because one no longer exists, but Open 6 was Rock Paper Slark, Brave Nerds, Sharks and Wreck, Mighty Thunderducks, Heal Team 6, and Mazer Academy. Mazer Gaming Academy. One no longer exists, and I'm pretty sure you can figure out which one that is. Meanwhile, the rest of Open Six, oh wait, Sharks and Wreck, they just won bronze. Rock, Paper, Slark, they just won silver. Brave Nerds, we'll get to them, but you bet it, they just won gold. Yeah, that was a pretty stacked group. And Mighty Ducks finished, what, third in bronze? Yeah, that was a pretty stacked group. Pretty, pretty, pretty good stacked group. But anyway, back to Silver, back to Silver, back to Silver. But another reason that's to why silver is usually the toughest tier i mean like the promotion double promotion like from silver to platinum first place in silver goes straight into platinum like that was almost that was a foregone conclusion once i think rock paper slark won in about seven that was a foregone conclusion look across the rest of that tier like who's your a former platinum they're in they were in silver this cycle Legitimately only because I think what they were gold last cycle and in gold last cycle The battles won they were I think they were they were eighth but they had like 90 some odd battles won Yes just for reference just for reference Let me go down to copped bronze actually 90 battles won in bronze means you're safe Ninety battles won in last cycle's gold meant. Guess what? You're now going to play in silver. So that's where Hoosier Daddies came into play. SoCal Blue Blue, former Iron Tier champs. Their second cycle in silver. They struggled last cycle. This cycle, they were playing for promotion and pretty, did pretty well. Like I say, all things considered. Switch Masters and Fletch story Storyhole. Some old-time copper and bronze favorites around these parts. And also, hey, there's Seven Deadly Simps and Gong Rippers and the Shadow Ballers and probably some other factions that you guys never really covered in East Caliber and the uh, Ohio Nation. We, we've seen some of them.
0: Ohio Nation and East Caliber, I'm not familiar with, but Gong Rippers, Shadow Ballers, Switchmasters, Blue, and Rock Paper Slark, I'm familiar with.
1: Oh yeah, I, I, I ran into some of the East Caliber uh, at Play pokemon and then i copied one of their teams for one of my open sets i think it was actually against barktown last cycle oh yeah
0: the naked hornet yeah. I, I recognize that name and then i want to give a special shout out on who's your daddy's our patron zt smith mm-hmm. yeah he's,
2: he's a cool he's a cool guy i've battled him twice now in underground tournaments I've battled him
0: once in the Brave Nerds Ember tournament and I mistakenly thought he was on Brave Nerds because I had fought two Brave or three Brave Nerds in a row and then I fought Smith and I'm like I'm just fighting all the Brave Nerds in the, in <laughs> the. <laughs> and he's like oh no no I'm on Hoosier I'm like oh okay my bad
2: Yeah he's an Indiana dad through and through But, yeah, but super
0: I... super nice guy definitely like definitely like him he's cool Yeah
2: but Silver Silver, for the most part, like, while the double promotion was kind of secured a lot earlier than any other time in silver, really the silver tier championship was secured a lot earlier than any silver ever in North America, you still kind of had, like, your relegation scenarios, because Chachinderella's story finished in 10th place, they would have gotten double relegated back down to copper, but I think it was either they needed to win this week or have Ohio Nation or Seven Deadly, no. They needed Ohio Nation to lose, and they weren't going to catch Seven Deadly Sevens. Hmm. Like it was just, it was a whole lot of, it was a whole lot of like compact compactness. There was a lot of tightness in Silver this this cycle round, which isn't new, but it was kind of like it was one team head and shoulders above everybody else, and then another team in Hoosier Daddies being like well we're not up there to rock paper slark but we can show rock paper slark exactly what they're going to be facing later on down the road once they get out of silver into platinum like this is what you're going to be facing which was actually one of the best bouts of the whole cycle if you go back to about eight who's your dad is in rock paper slark going taking forever to get their battle started i was mad about that like i was short <laughs> I was sure that this battle, once my article got published, was going to be, like, halfway done. No, article got published this Saturday night. I'm looking at the score. It's still 0-0. Zero, zero. What is going on? You two are usually halfway done. But, yeah, that was, that's silver. Silver in a nutshell. Was like, it's a lot of compactness, a lot of factions trying to figure out, like, what it is they want to do. Some some in Who's your Daddies and Rock Paper Slark already knew, like, where they were going. SoCal Swablu just had to recapture that magic they had in iron and bronze earlier in the season. And then others like Ohio Nation, it was like, okay well, like where to go from here? Because they this wasn't their first time in silver I think this was their third? No, second second, because they was in cycle two and they got, they had been promoted out of silver before, but then they came back last cycle and now with no more factions, I guess we still can figure out what's gonna happen, but hey. <laughs> any questions yes. about to happen in silver? It's it's up to
1: someone else to math it out later if they're actually gonna keep any of that relevant.
0: Well, I know uh, that they're gonna keep an archive of it, but if I the talks that I've been in with like the next quote unquote factions esque replacement. Is gonna start completely new yes. if I remember correctly, and I am super happy about that because I'll be the first one to say there are some teams that do not deserve to be in the higher tiers.
1: Ooh, you're right. Well, and it's just it's just fun to play new people, right? Like
2: fresh start for everybody. I feel, I feel like if we, if you, you got to yeah. do it brand new because just just because like Jet's brand- taking the wholesome route <laughs> <laughs> and Taco's choosing violence. Let me, let me combine two. Uh... Violently wholesome. <laughs> but nah, if, if we do get a new... Well, when we get a new factions, and fresh and new, and having like... I'd say two pre-seasons the way Sylph did it, or just one big tournament, and be like, okay, hey, seven rounds, nine rounds, whatever. After that, we'll split you up and we'll go from there. Because Quite I'd frankly,
0: be- I was going to say, quite frankly, my wish list is just... You know, depending on how many people sign up, everybody's in like pods or like World Cup style. Everyone's in pods and then the winners of their pods are going to be in like the upper tiers. And then like second place gets put in here, third place here, fourth place here, and then let them go nuts. The preseason round also is an option. I've been trying to, I've been researching different types of tournament styles and presenting my findings.
1: I want, I want to see everyone get the open Swiss treatment.
2: Oh. Oh. If if we do that, where's that one faction open at all? We got to make sure Rose Lark Bow never plays Orange Circle Ballers. <laughs> 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 yeah, a combined score of forty-one to one. Like that, that can never happen again. Like I don't care what we gotta do. I don't care if we gotta break some rules That that is a matchup that if we're gonna do this again, that can never happen again.
1: Yeah, they they get a pass.
0: Quite frankly, I think if they were the most "quote unquote" fair route would be to do it alphabetically or just like a random number generator. God, and somehow they'll still end up matched up with them.
1: I mean, that's how they matched up the first two times.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Put it in the random number generator again. But I, I like your I like your overall overview of silver. I think it's really neat. And like you had said, it based on like the final standings like, you're spot on with saying, like, it's really competitive, and then there's one team head and shoulders above the rest.
2: I I say head and shoulders above the rest, but, like, Rock, Paper, Slark got tested this cycle in a way where, in their past couple cycles, only Brave Nerds and Sharks and Rec really gave it to them. Like, yeah, I'm counting that loss they had to Barktown Boomers and this. Like, only prior to this cycle, only Brave Nerds and Sharks, Sharks and Rec gave Rock, Paper, Slark a sweat. And in this cycle, like, I knew going in, Hoosier Daddies was going to give it to him. Like, that one was going to be a fight. Seven Deadly Sims, like, that one, they're kind of like Sea Kingpins. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get out of them. Other times, like, oh, damn, here they are surprising us. Uh, But nah, it was just, it was fun to watch them go up against some former gold, some former platinums, factions that had like previous past success and. Now, like it was going to be nice to see them go up against Brave Nerds and Platinum. That was definitely on the wish list. So, yeah, those th- those two got to run it back one more time before we all go away for a little bit for all of two days.
0: Yeah. Especially, I think in King of the Hill, I would hope to see them fight at like Brave Nerds Ooh. or quarterfinals. Brave, Brave Nerds again.
2: Quarterfinals, and semifinals. That can't be the final matchup. That's got to be quarterfinals or semif- semifinals. Yeah. I-, I would agree to that one. Well, more- already then one more thing like talking about the compactness of it if you look at the battle wins from second place all the way down to about we'll go eighth maybe even ninth if you really want to do that that's well yeah from second to ninth that's separated by all of 20 wins
0: estimate 20 wins I did not notice that thank you for pu- pointing that out mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm.
2: if you thought that was compact wait till you get a load of gold
0: what a coincidence! That's what we're talking about next. Jet, any final thoughts?
1: I can have a final thought this time. <laughs> I, I, can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can shout out Mushroom King also from East Caliber. They've been doing some of the regionals practice with me. Been good to face off against them.
0: Neat. Oh, I need to prep for my regional in like two weeks.
1: It's okay. I'll be fine.
0: Sure, I will. <laughs> you will. Famous last you, you words. You know some.
1: You know some people who might help you.
0: Famous last words is what I'm going to put it under. (laughs) Okay, so with that, let's go ahead and move on into gold, continuing on our Uncharted adventure.
2: Well, look at that. Uncharted adventure, but there's a faction up there that you guys know about.
0: (laughs) There's two, actually. Two? Two? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, whoa.
0: So the the first one is Brave Nerds, High Amazed, Long Time No See. Or no, there's three. I'm noticing the third one now. There's Brave Nerds, Disputing and Screaming, and the Thunderdome.
2: Ah, oh, yes. The Thunderdome, who is the first of three Academy teams from the Thunderdome. Wouldn't that just be the primary? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure that we all were in agreement. That there's three teams from the Thunderdome, and they're the primary one. Just I'm supposedly. a little.
0: I'm a little slow. <laughs> we'll have. think we'll have a a conversation with the thunderdome team in a coming episode or two
1: i guess we we did also cover pogo raiders yeah i was about to say you guys did for a little bit they were they were right on the edge yeah
0: okay then four i think there was like they were in bronze and then they slowly worked their way up yeah okay
1: or yeah they only dipped into bronze the one time so
0: i was like and hold and they won but hold up they didn't go undefeated that makes me a little sad
2: Well, Pogo Raiders, we'll start with there. Pogo Raiders, last season, so, like, the first season of Factions, they they were one of the beneficiaries of the the preseason format to where before everybody was putting their tiers, they, like, had ten bouts, and they did well enough to where they were placed in, I think, silver tier to start off. Were they silver? I will agree with you. No, they were bronze. They were bronze. They, They started off in bronze. And, like, just... No, they were gold. They they, they were high up. I remember that. They were high up. They were gold, I think. And then, like, just kind of relatively, they kept falling, falling, falling. It was like, okay, they're going to run. They come back into this season. They're running the back. And I'm like, you guys probably, like, no offense, but y'all probably shouldn't, like, do this. Because this is going to be tougher teams and there's more teams in the tier. And then, to start off the season, I noticed a couple of names were missing off their squad. I was like, oh, well, there's no more Galler and T, and oh, this person's gone. But then I'm like, wait a minute, I know one of those names. There's a Lee Wilson on there. He's a pretty good battler. I didn't know that he was back battling. Damn, could have really used him. But nonetheless, he started off the season on Pogo Raiders, and Pogo Raiders did really well to start off the season. It was like had Orlando Faction not did what they did this cycle I would have said without a shadow of a doubt Pogo Raiders was the most insp- inspiring story throughout all of season two's factions for North America like it was a faction like Orlando Faction in season 1 just kept getting the breaks beat off of them by like all the tough teams and then barely hanging on to some of the teams that weren't all that good and at the time and now they just came back and it was like okay well now we're gonna get better and we're getting better like we lose some people but we're still getting better they're just slowly moving their way up so for them to be in gold this cycle like i think yeah they finished with four wins the cycle so twelve point twelve points four wins. It was it was nice. It was a fu- it was fun covering them throughout this entire season. The ups and downs they went through, like them. I think they did win a tier, didn't they? I think either they won a tier. Or they came like they kept getting promoted. I know they <laughs> had one relegation.
0: Yeah, the po- so I was looking at the Pogo Raiders page,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: they we we covered them when they were when they got relegated to bronze, but they were always a uh, mainstay in silver for a while, and then just recently got promoted to gold.
2: Okay. so That was like,
0: my sleuthing.
2: <laughs> they, okay, so then they started off the season in silver. Oh shit. Yes, they did. And then they got relegated to bronze. Okay, see, and this, this is why I say it was even more impressive, because I remember that. I remember the first cycle of se- uh, season two silver. That was a very deep silver cycle. How deep was that silver cycle? Well, three of them are now diamonds and one... If one would have gotten promotion back up into platinum, that's how deep they were. That's how deep that, that silver was. Dang. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me do a little bit of future sighting here. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Three were diamonds and one would have been a platinum. Okay. But yeah, so like Pogo Raiders was one of the favorite, one of my favorites to cover this entire season. But we'll go and talk about Brave Nerds PvP. And let's Focus not on their 21 bout win streak, but let's talk about two of their losses that they had in gold this cycle. The first loss coming to Team of megalo who hey, finally decided they was gonna put their money where their mouth was and ended that streak like what 11? It was 11 10. They ended that, yes, then, as soon as they got done playing, as soon as brave Nerds got done playing Team of Megalo. They caught a little bit of a break with disputing and screaming. And then, oh, look at that. They gotta play aquatail Hunger Force. What makes this all the more interesting, and then of course their matchup with Hammerheads, was Team of Megalo is was a former Emerald, but this version of Team megalo we'll just say was a former diamond. Aquatail Hunger Force was a former diamond that got relegated all the way down to silver before they got promoted back up into gold, which is why they're here now. Mm-hmm. Hammerheads started in silver was known for being like the masters of 11-10 matchups like Brave oh, the winning R- side or losing side? Winning okay somehow some way all their matches came down to 11-10 and then it was about when they got to platinum where they, fit, when they realized like okay that's not going to work anymore but like just focusing on those three matchups in particular for Brave Nerds it was like this is kind of a nice little Teaser for what's going to happen higher up because BraveNers, once they got out of bronze, it kind of felt like they got comfortable. Like they were like their first, their toughest match was always going to be that first bout. After that first bout, boom, they're off to the races. They what was it? It was Iron, and they got double promoted to bronze. They swept bronze, and they got double promoted up to gold. And it was like, okay, well, we know you're going to win against Pogo Raiders. No offense, Pogo Raiders, but we knew you we were going to win there. Thought iCarly fan club was gonna put up a better fight? Nope, didn't really happen there. Thunderdome, nah, they that wasn't gonna be a problem either.
0: Cause if I remember, the Brave Nerd and Omega Lull matchup was like super spicy on Twitter. Because I think Team Omega Lull was a maze's old team before he went off and made the Brave Nerds, if oh. I remember uh-huh. if I remember my history.
2: You got that right. Yay. Team Megalo made a tweet and they basically said that Braveners had their sloppy seconds. Wait, no, I think I, was it, I thought it was Custom Approach. They they
0: tweeted at a Custom Approach. Yeah,
2: because I was about to say, Custom, I know, was on the team. Was on Team Megalo at once. So then they tweeted at Custom, talking about how, like, Braveners got the sloppy seconds, and Custom rightly pointed out, like, yo, you didn't say this about Fragging Wagon or M- Magic Mason. So, why are you coming at me like this?
0: <laughs> Which there has,
2: I, to, I there was has just, been some beef. Yeah, I was just sitting here like, you know, Team Omegalo, like this season, there's one match everybody's going to remember you for, and that's being up 8 1 in Diamond and then losing 13 8. Like, I get you want to be the one to end Brave Nerd's wing streak. Like, you're gonna talk this noise, y'all y'all got to win. Like there's no other option here now. Otherwise, you're gonna be known for two of the biggest like blunders, in fact, in North American factions history. So they ended up winning, and like it was 11-7, and then I can't remember who got the last sweep for Brave Nurse to make it 11-10. But it was like I sat. I even remember going into this match. I'm like, huh? They won this match, and then like, oh look at that. And then in typical Megalo faction, they lose. They win. They win the big match. And then have like a come-down moment against October Hunger Force and then another come down moment against Team Me- against Hammerheads. Where it was like, dang, if you'd have just won one of those two, you'd have won old. But it was yeah. it was fun watching Brave Nerds play some former platinums and like just getting there. Te- seeing how they did against former Platinums, seeing how like Rock Paper Slark did against Who's Your Daddy's another former platinum. It's like, okay, well, now this is going to be really interesting when you two finally collide again. Because now, not only are you facing each other, but you're going to have some other factions that are just as good, if not better, than what you just played here. Right. I'm oh, sorry.
0: Oh. I was going to say, I did want to point out that Brave Nerds also has
2: 17 whole points against second place in terms of wins. To be fair, to be fair to Hammerhead. Like this, this, like, it seems like that's a lot, but like follow hammerheads long enough you realize this is a faction that just gets wins. Like blowouts, blowout wins are not in their DNA. They are more like we're gonna come back and beat you. Like you can start off 6-0, cool. You better get 9 before we get our first point on the board. If you don't get 9-0 before we get our first point on the board, the battle's gonna end close. You can you can also
1: temper point differential a little bit just i was i was going through this last bout and i was impressed overall how much spice was on these teams like definitely the most i think out of any of the matchups we've seen but yeah like there's there's a few of these teams especially for brave nerds last oh, yeah. that were a
2: little a little lopsided <laughs> see as we get higher up you'll notice a couple of lopsided because again i just told you hammerheads doesn't really blow out people right mm-hmm. yeah what was their last matchup score Thirteen to eighteen to three. Yeah. They don't blow out people unless crazy things happen. Like, you know, the shutdown of Sylph and then somebody decided that they're gonna run Infernape in Justicar. Or a shadow. Ar- in in Just- Infernape is the thing you're
1: gonna pick out when they've also got Azumarill on their team. <laughs> There's a Leafy on in Master League, I'm like, like I'm
2: going down a list here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Master League, uh okay. Arcana looks normal. Yeah, you can't really make any room for spice there in Arcana.
0: A Executor, Rubambi, Ludicolo, Crodonk,
2: and Parasect in a catacomb. I'm gonna go with the golem there. I can see Rubambi working out a little bit. Hey, I do have, I do have an expertise question though
1: in the Thunderdome Icarly matchup, mm-hmm. <laughs> where somehow
2: Social wins a two-one against someone who didn't have a team. I think what happened. There, I'm gonna say what happened there because this happens a little bit more oddly a little bit more frequently in the upper tiers than it does in the lower tiers when Sylph like their site has these problems like sometimes it'll delete the teams so maybe there mm. like Ghost, Ghost Yaza might have had a team in there and like it got deleted and then once the bout started just noticed hey I don't have a team no more so then they just went ahead and did it or so was just being a good guy and like okay well this last bout Wait. yeah, send me, send me a team yeah, and let's do this, and then we'll submit the dispute later. And I do what. want to
0: point out that Ghost is from South Africa, which would put them in... Oh, that means... When, it... when Teams lock, it's about 2 a.m. local time for them. Mm-hmm. So that, because the site was down, probably, they were already asleep.
2: And then site down, then you gotta push it back to starting on Thursday. Well, that's, I mean, that's cool
1: if they actually played it out. Like, especially last bout ever like i yeah. like that i like that explanation
2: look because at that point i carly like had had factions not ended they were going to be fighting for promotion so at that point you kind of do want to get that third battle in because you never know like maybe that third battle would be the deciding factor and then as the bout went on it was like okay well that third battle only really added an extra point to thunderdome's final score but yeah that's that's gold tier where it kind of gets like yeah you point out the point differential but again like hammerheads is they're the they're the de- they're the defensive faction up top like you play them you better believe you're only like if you get more than 15 either they played horribly or, or you just on fire calling everything fair oh and then another shout out to Aquatail hunger Force because the first two cycles I think they had a combined record of First two cycles of this season, they had a combined record of two and 15, no, two and 16. Started in diamond, got relegated all the way down to silver and kind of had to revamp the team because some of their faction members left and this cycle ended up going, what, 18 points with a hundred battle wins. This is kind of where it comes back. I think we had this conversation on here where like sometimes you gotta know when to quit, like when it's time to walk away. No, you guys had this conversation with custom Or maze, it was custom maze. you guys had this conversation with. Where it's like, sometimes you gotta know when to, like, all right, hey, this is as far as we can take this faction, like, let's go ahead and disband or go somewhere. And then another point where it's like, nah, you can just probably fine tweak it, everybody refocus and get better. And this is basically what Octotil was for the last half of the season, cycles three and four. Like, they refocused and was about, what, a tiebreaker away from getting promoted again. yeah, that's gold.
0: All right. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that insight. And tiebreaker... Yeah, you are right. Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers are never fun, but they have to happen.
2: I said, that's gold. We can, we can talk about platinum if y'all want to. Uh,
0: I am here for it.
1: Okay. Well,
0: Unless Jed says, let me off this roller coaster.
2: <laughs> no, we're, we're having a good time.
0: All right. Uh, well, platinum time.
2: <laughs> uh, there was really only... Two teams worth watching in platinum this cycle. Now, this is your hometown, your home side, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. And like I said, there were only two factions worth watching and talking about this cycle. That was the top two at the top. Team BTW and NEB Utter Madness, who happened to have had a winner-take-all match in bout nine. So while everybody else, aside from like three other factions in Diamond and Emerald, We're just playing for old fun and shits and giggles and just trying not to get embarrassed. These two were like, no, we're going to take this seriously. We're going to see who's the best team in platinum this cycle. And it was 9-9 going into the final match. And Lyle Jeffs came through with 3-0 for Team BTW to win 12-9. To which I think that makes Team BTW... I think they've only lost two bouts. No, three bouts. All cycle? No, four bouts. I take that back. They've only lost four bouts all season. I think that is only behind Rock Paper Slark for the entire season. It entire- seems fitting to shout
1: out while Jeff's one one last time.
2: <laughs> it was up until his match happened, it was a back-and-forth fair Like... NEB Utter Madness took the field, like not convincingly, but they took it like, they, both their battlers won in Catacomb and then Ooch did what Ooch does and wins in Arcana. And then Miami Doc just decided, well, I'm gonna go ahead and take one off of you guys in the other part of Arcana. So it basically came down to the Open Leagues and Team BTW which to be honest, when the matches were revealed, I kinda thought it was a little bit of a mistake to put Lyle in Great League because he was doing so well in Justicar. And apparently Team BTW knew better. Hey, props to the Team BTW for going undefeated in Platinum. That's
0: impressive. That will put them into diamond if promotion was still a thing, right? Oh,
2: they them both both the factions already clinched a promotion into diamond. Ah. Like, again, like, Team BTW, 9-0, 27 points, 115 battles won. NEB, Utter Madness, which, speaking oh, of Pokemon okay. Raiders and Orlando Faction, they, too, kind of had a bounce-back season because they entered the season as Madison Mill tanks. They started the season in Platinum and then got relegated down to Gold, where they then joined up with NEB and became NEB Utter Madness. Put together a group of players and worked their way back up. And now they finish the season with a promotion to Diamond. Gotcha. Actually, there there's
0: one team that I, know, that I knew of. And then, yeah, the team beginner to winner, we did shout them out in the very first part. Because I remember Jet talking a lot about Lyle Jeffs. And I was like, oh, here's the fun. And you're like, oh, no, Lyle Jeffs lost. And then we kind of picked on him a little bit but the other team that I kind of remember or looked at is Backstage Battlers they're a fun group
2: yeah they're they're an interesting group like it's with them I always looked at them like up until last not this ending cycle but cycle 3 like they were one of the few factions left from season one that had never been relegated Mm -hmm. and then but other thing was like but of all those factions that had never been relegated they were the only ones who have never won a tier as well so I was kind of like, okay, they're going to, they got relegated down to platinum. Let's see. Like, I know, I knew coming in, like, okay, Team BTW is on a roll. I'll see you later. They're back in platinum. I knew they was going to be a little bit of a threat. I thought we were going to be a bigger threat than we were. And well,
1: hmm. I can, we, I can finally shout out Capine on uh, Decidueye
2: Dynasty, too. You guys yeah. come Decidueye Dynasty and Blouses,
0: because they was down in bronze for a little bit. Now, if it was Bronze Season Two Cycle One, we yes. this podcast wasn't a thing yet.
2: Oh, okay. Never mind. It I'm was sure.
0: our podcast started Season Two Cycle Two. Okay,
2: so then, no,
0: and you are yeah. correct. We did not shout them out.
2: Mm, mm, mm.
0: And in regards to your team, you did your best. Hell. Take the um, compliment. I know oh, it's hard for you, but you're
1: gonna take the compliment. I'm, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. I have I have a meme related to this conversation. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's it's just a it's a comic that I meant send you and the team specifically because this is a phrase you love to use where it's like uh oh you're doing your best uh, in response to I don't know what I'm doing and then this is a dinosaur so it says thanks and then but the idea that this is my best actually makes things worse.
2: Oh. <laughs> and that was our attitude towards Arcana. That that was Dubs Chief's whole attitude. After, like, to be honest. After I want to say it was about, because about one we did okay in Arcana. Look, I say we did okay. About one, you
0: you went one and one out of six.
2: Like I said, we did okay in Arcana. <laughs> I, go look next week. Go look at the next week. What we do in Arcana? One and five. Okay, now go look at the next week again. See you later. Where I kind of let the team know, hey, I really want to keep this winning streak alive. You tie.
0: You split the difference in that in ends. Arcana and then
2: one in five. Right. Like we, fi- we finally got Arcana to at least 500 and then Catacomb and Master just kind of, eh.
0: Hey, you split the difference against TNT Fingles or Flingles.
2: I know another faction I want to keep a winning streak alive against. Like coming into the cycle, we were undefeated against both See You Later and TNT Flingles. I think, what, 4-0 against C-Later and 3, no, 2-0 against TNT. And Decidueye, you split the difference there. Uh-huh, yeah, I, I like how you're finding all of this out. We kept that winning streak alive. But but do you, do you, see, do you see where our Achilles' heel was? Yeah, I see it. Like, just look at our team. How many people decided they going to dip a toe into Arcana? Everyone?
0: Everyone. Was- much <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six out of the ten. Oh, no, seven. There's seven. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, there we go, seven.
2: Jesus, mm-hmm. Louise. Yeah. If you want to know what did... See, and it's funny, though, because with Dubs for Cheap, like, we've been in Platinum three of the four cycles in season two. And the first cycle, okay, we, we like, missed out on... We had a bad, a ill-timed 3 about losing streak that cost us promotion. But cycle two, what was it? Celestial in the Ultra League... That one kicked our ass. And in cycle four, Arcana kicked our ass. Like, it got so bad with Arcana where it was like, okay, who's going to join Arcana with me? Like, I just need need somebody to get, like, a point. If we can get two points in Arcana, maybe we have a shot. We
1: need new blood in here.
2: (laughs) As you can see, we tried out all the new blood, and it was just kind of like, okay, well, I gotta stay here because, like, I'm the captain, not gonna leave this spot, like, hemorrhaging for blood and i was like i didn't want to move Ian out of catacomb because that's his meta and boxy was our master league guy and pokey bears like we're gonna keep you great league so everybody else let's kind of huddle up and see if we can figure out something in arcana and it was like going into the battles oh we had something figured out and then the battles happened and it just went up in flames like <laughs> they also had something figured out yeah it was like I wanna... they, they had the dubs for cheap
0: I will amend my statement of you did your best to you made an effort.
2: Uh, we, oh, we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: this is getting worse all the time. I know
0: it, it's just not worth it. <laughs> well, okay then. So
2: but as for the rest of platinum, I've shitted on my own team enough. So now everybody who's like, well, you never talk bad about your team. Like, okay, cool. Like I'm unbiased when I'm in reporter mode, when I'm in like explaining mode, I can be unbiased on that part that's for everybody else aside from Team BTW and NBA Other Madness Evan Stonks which I think they were also a former Emerald like they finally stopped hitting they they finally hit the brakes on their little slide they had because they were in Emerald Cycle 2 I think Cycle, no they started Cycle 1 I know they were in Cycle 2 then they got relegated
0: Cycle 2 they started in Emerald and they were there in Cycles 1 and 2 and then were
2: relegated in 3 yeah okay so there it was so yeah, they got they came down to Emerald and I was like, they're not they're not gonna be like Aqua Tail or like Team Omegalo or now the defunct Team Michigangar or HV Pogadod. I'm like, nah, they, they hit if Evan since sits platinum, they're going right back up. And I mean, they needed some help, but if they got there. They self would have gone on another season. They they would have been going back up to Diamond.
1: Yep, I see that. Okay. Sorry, sorry we talked about this already, but MJ, is the only like vanilla self uh, meta you missed Boulder?
2: Yep. Dang. And I think I missed that one just because I didn't know about self a time until somebody posted it on the Facebook group. It was part of the Lost Tapes. <laughs> <laughs> the up- <laughs> or the cup, Boulder. Back That's when I funny. had my of Swampert that I could use in Boulder instead of just going six Skarmory's.
1: Yeah, the, the 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 remix. The <laughs> now now that we
2: know that dupes is bad. But yeah, that's that's platinum. What else? I'm trying to think. Anything else? I need to talk about in platinum. Uh, let's see, I already talked about. I don't think I talked too much about TNT fling goals, but. That's a working agreement. TNT Flingles don't really want me to talk about them because every time I do, they end up losing 11-10 or 12-9.
3: So
0: why didn't you (laughs) talk
2: about them when you played them? Because there were more pressing matters to talk about in Bout 7 at that point. That's fair. (laughs) Well, okay. And the reason why I said it is because Team BTW was playing See You Later and N.E.B. Elder Madness is playing Decidueye Dynasty, and I'm like, okay, well, that's more important to talk about. N.E.B. Other Madness is playing a faction that beat them the previous cycle, and Team BTW is undefeated, and they're playing a faction that had ended another team's undefeated run in Platinum, no less, earlier in the season in Elite TM. So, you know, there's a threat that could happen there. And on top of that, if you look at our record, by the time about 7 happened, yeah, why would I talk about us? Fair. Okay. <laughs> Everybody can get it, even my team. So yeah, that's that's platinum.
0: We're all ready to move on into diamond. You know, we we, we could do that, I guess.
2: I'll say if we if we can, we can combine diamond and emerald because with Sylph doing doing away with itself around August first and making an adjustment to how the world championships is going to run, it kind of made diamond and emerald all in one like the last couple of weeks more important than, than it's ever been so if y'all want to we can combine both of those
0: i think that would be reasonable
2: okay so to start off coming jet, in...
1: you... i'm sorry i always have to ask jet too i mean we i, I love listening to mj talk so okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm here for story time
2: <laughs> so to start off cycle four Your automatic world qualifiers going to Cycle 4 were, for North America, Ho-Goats, who won Cycle 3, Body Slammers, who won Cycle 2, and Ann Arbor Arbok, who won Cycle 1. All of these were in Emerald. Ann Arbor Arbok in Cycle 3 got relegated down to Diamond in Cycle 4, which... This is where I say to some factions that get relegated, hey, getting relegated ain't always a bad thing. Like sometimes you need the break and it's okay to be like, all right, cool. We got to go down a notch just to kind of like recharge our batteries for Ann Arbor Arbok in particular. They had spent all of season one climbing like they had spent all of season one getting the automatic promotion, but never winning a tier. Then they start off season two. They win Emerald so it's like not only do they win emerald but they clinch a spot in the worlds no matter what so it's like at that point y'all can chill like probably add on some points to your standing but you can chill body slammers and pogos also like all season one climbing climbing just up the ladder think body slammers from his as lowest as silver pogos from his as lowest as bronze so like those three they have their tickets punched when sylph announced how the wild card was going to work the wild card Thing was going to work before everything got haywire and niantic niantic uh it was supposed to be the four winners from emerald plus let's see four winners from emerald plus i think two wild cards one or two wild cards but then self-changed it was like okay here's what it's going to be it's going to be your four winners from emerald if you have four winners from emerald three wild cards and your diamond tier champion, if your diamond tier champion hadn't won an emerald tier. And that was a, that's important for, I think, APAC and EMEA. So I know that happened over there where an emerald tier champion already had won diamond this cycle. But backtracking to us. So, you go into diamond. And remember how I said earlier that silver is the toughest tier in... All of North America, well, mm-hmm. has three of the four, three former silvers here, in Texas PvP, home slice homies, and Lucky Mucks. And if you take a hard look at battle wins, there, from first place all the way down to ninth place, less than thirty wins separate them. That is stacked. Oh yeah, like I think on memory the only two other tiers where it was that tight was cycle was cycle two no season two cycle three gold and season two cycle one emerald i think it was that stacked so yeah it gets really it gets really nitty-gritty up here so ann arbor was like they had the lead going into about eight and with the way self it organized it was like, okay if ann arbor wins like about eight or ann arbor wins about eight they basically wrap up like diamond and nobody from diamond is going to get an invite because they would have already had the invite which then meant that in emerald the factions that would have got the wild card spots would have been northeast battlers muddy water stadium Elite, and elite tms now you may be asking If you look at the standings right now, well, Cool Cats are ahead of Stadium Leap and Elite TMs. Why wouldn't they get the nudge? The formula for the wild card was you had your performance over, excuse me, your performance over cycles three and four in both Emerald and Diamond, and you couldn't have been relegated. Cool Cats did well this cycle, but last cycle, they didn't do better than Stadium Leap or Elite TMs. Elite TMs finished tied with Pogoats I think for first place but Pogoats had the tiebreaker and Battles won over them I think it was, let me go back and look at this real quick yeah, they both had 21 points but Pogoats, A, owned the tiebreaker over Elite TMs, and then B beat them by like two battles to win Plat Emerald that cycle, last cycle so, hey, so, so you know, that sets up while everybody else gets to meme and whatnot and platinum and gold and silver and everywhere else aside from like NEB, Utter Madness, and Team BTW, that sent up some really must-win scenarios for a couple of factions in Emerald and Diamond. The first must-win fa- battle was, I want to say, let me go back down to Diamond. It would have been Chicago Stars and Phoenix Rising. Because if Chicago Stars wins, that means Chicago Stars get to go back to Worlds and have a redo of what happened last year when they made the finals of Worlds Lost 11-10 after being up 10-5. Yikes. Oof. Which, like, yeah, that's bad, but they lost in the finals. And then on top of that, they did end uh, another faction's 32-bout win streak in route to the finals. Anybody who's listening to this and remembers that might have also remembered me pissing off an entire region. And I'm still okay with that. <laughs> region did you upset? Oh, APAC, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Never there mind. You- by Never, enough said. <laughs> All right.
2: so if Chicago wins, then they get like the last promotion, the last qualifier for worlds. If Chicago lost, then if, Chica- if Chicago lost and Ann Arbor won, then the factions that would have went to the worlds would have been the Emeralds I just mentioned, Northeast Battlers, Muddy Water, uh, Stadium Elite and Elite TMs. Well, Chicago won. So Chicago gets that fourth qualifier, which then meant that if Chicago won, the winner, no, the loser of Stadium League versus Elite TMs wouldn't make it to Worlds. And as you can see, Elite TMs won. After starting off in Emerald, let's see, 0-1, 0-2, 0-3, 0-4, 0-5. Start off in Emerald, 0-5. Finished Emerald, 4-5 with 12 points and 100 battle wins and again avoiding relegation dang now here's where the tricky part comes into play though pogos had already won emerald the cycle before and they won it again this cycle so now for stadium elite to get in they would need for that they would need for that uh what am i saying actually wait let me do the math here You got Ann Arbor, Body Slammers, Pogoats. Chicago, because of Diamond. Then your wild cards would have been Northeast, Muddy Water. Nope, nope, that's it. We're good. That's right. So then for Diamond, not Diamond, for your World Championship contenders from out of North America, you got Pogoats, Northeast Battlers, Muddy Water, Body Slammers, uh, Elite TMs, Ann Arbor, Arbok, and Chicago Stars. Meaning that, unlike everybody else, Cycle, about nine for most of the factions in diamond and emerald actually meant like whether you're playing in king of the hill or playing for a world championship and congrats to those that are playing for a world championship for those of you going to king of the hill or just being done for it. Hey, right <laughs> Margaritaville. <There> you go. <laughs> Cancun.
1: It's always happy hour here.
2: It's five o'clock somewhere. My friend. Oh, and shout out to Body Slamers and Muddy Water for like, just being sweaty battles for no real reason whatsoever, other than just, hey, how how about we have our last battle come the last match come down to Shadow Blastoise, Hisuian Electrode, and Ledian versus Shadow Hitmonchan and Lai Noon in Great League.
0: I like it. I'm you- for it. Hey that that Lynoon, you know, if you know if you know how to play Lionoon, you'll do a lot of damage.
2: You will do a lot of damage. Problem is ain't nothing that Lionoon gonna do against the Shadow Blastoise, the Melmetal, the Hassoin Electrode. It can do something against Gyarados. It uh, knows Thunder. Mm-hmm. It knows Thunder. You you trust that Lion to get to Thunder before that Blastoise get that Shadow Blastoise get to another Hydro I'm trusting Snot to not know what Lionoon's moveset is. That might have played a role in it. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Look, I'm just I. am only gonna say this: when when I played Lainoon in Sorceress Cup during the vanilla self time, mm-hmm. I hit more Thunders than I thought I was going
1: to hit. Nobody expected it. It was it was good into the Azu meta, yeah, and but, Bronzong for that matter.
0: And it doesn't look like yeah, this trainer did not. What's the word? This trainer did not fight in Sorceress in season two. They started in season
2: four. Wait, hold oh, on, because that would have been. They're still. Lionel was popular in another meta. I know that they started in season four because that would have been. Oh, they did all the great leagues. They didn't do. Well, he's an emerald. I'm pretty sure there was somebody on his team. <laughs> <laughs> Some, yeah, someone's doing homework on that squad. And even and even then, like that Lionel ain't the one I think causing problems. I'm looking at a Pokemon down there that can learn a Fire-type move, an Electric type move, and an Ice-type move. The Shadow Hitmonchan
0: definitely looks like it could have done some damage, too.
2: Oh, malicious damage.
0: But yeah, Thunder, Thunder Punch and Fire Punch is really all you really needed, and you just have to watch out for Malamar, which...
2: Actually, I... he goes Thunder Punch, Ice Punch, and Counter, and gets the whole team. Oh, shoot, you're right. Mm-hmm. You can Counter down to Malamar and Melmetal, Thunder Punch gets Blastoise, Gyarados, and Lydian, and then Ice Punch... Letting in again and then suing Electro. <laughs> Good old bolt beam coverage. You gotta love it. oh yeah, that's that's Emerald. Pogoats once again coming out on top. Like, probably like the biggest reason as to why Sylph went the whole like promotion way. Because to be honest, when they start off, when Pogoats start off in Ron's, the start of season one. It was them, See You Later, and Who's Your Daddies? And then everybody else in bronze. And it was kind of like, all right, cool. We know Pogos can be better. We know See You Later is going to be better. Who's Your Daddies? Yeah, I don't know if they're on par with those two. And then Pogos just kept improving kept improving. Then started adding players. Like, they, when Marylanders disbanded, they went and picked up Hot Pocket. Then they stole Elite from Northeast Battlers. Look at that. A faction they had to play and beat like that's the whole name of the game of factions like hey you can you can be a collection of strong battlers and you can be like tough like hey look at stadium Lee. stadium Lee is a lot of tough (laughs) battlers in their own right but like if you're not going to improve if you're not going to like keep a cohesive core and improve upon that then hey your single battlers may be better than the other team's single battlers, but if that single core is better than your single core, I'm taking the single core of a single battler every time. And Pogoats kind of embody that. Like they, their core of Wadaj, Semi, I want to say Ashis. Every well, she's was here and there. I think he was off off team a couple of cycles, but those three Sad Manure Manure. Yeah, I'm gonna call him manure. But those guys and then adding in who they needed to come on times they need to come on, is like yo, it's making them a favorite for the world championship. Looking forward. As long as they don't have to play Magnus PvP. <laughs> right, I'm I'm looking at all the conference, all the conferences right now. I'm like this Latin America is scary. Eesh. But anyway, that's that's top of where everybody else is. Thank you for coming on this ride. Join silver, gold, gold, platinum, diamond, and emerald.
3: <laughs> well, all
0: right, this was a very fun, a very fun thing, and we appreciate you taking us on this trip.
2: Anytime, anytime.
1: Going to the upper tiers too is just reminding me of all the people that I kind of have brushed shoulders with through through vanilla self tournaments and hoping to see in whatever pops up next. And then, and then you mentioned Latin America It's just like, I uh, kind of hope they figure out their own thing to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, you, you say that I'm, I'm looking at all of Emerald and it's like, dang, I've, I've battled pocket. I've battled both socks. I've battled nightmare. let see. Moonlight is in Ohio. So more than brush shoulders with him i am legitimately scared to face trogdor like him and rise to the occasion are both like if i don't have to battle them i'm not gonna battle them
1: <laughs> yeah i played rise once before he was rise <laughs> and i'm keeping that one for myself <laughs> did you I- win
2: oh hell no this was look if I tell you how the battle went You'd understand why I thought it was close Until I went back and rewatched the video And it was like oh no he had control From this battle from the word go
1: the it's, word. It's, that,
2: it's that copium mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it Alrighty then It was so thorough I deleted the video
1: <laughs> I hope At least
0: a
2: lot, If you took notes then that's all that matters yeah, oh, Okay when, when you don't have to take notes And the ass kicking is embedded in your brain <laughs> yeah i mean he's like i mean i remember battling you i just don't remember it going like that like yeah i know you don't remember it going like that because you were on the winning side of it you three old me with rice you just starting and ending the battle
0: i think the most of the notes i've taken is when i get when i when i get three owed and then i look at so like why i got three on i'm like ah this is what happened
1: does, See, does it have something to do with throwing sludge wave or rocks types mm.
0: I was talking about my match with Ryblet when I fought him in our Vanilla silver tournaments, but sure, we can bring that up, Jet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been a learning experience.
0: Yeah, that—that's when you're just like, read this and memorize this chart.
1: <laughs> there will be a quiz.
0: Hey, I—I I got better from that week.
1: I'm oh. just—I'm just glad I got you to start. Talking out more of the things out loud, <laughs> so that I could like actually know what was missing.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Ooh, hey! Before we go, shout out to Phoenix Rising's The C 2 U battled all five formats. Great, Justicar, Master, Arcana, and Catacomb.
1: That's yeah. That's an LA player.
2: That's that 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 person
0: is the real MVP. The C 2 U, good on you, and. Don't, don't look at the trainer card yet. He's got the badge that you want.
1: I don't have to look. They're on my friends list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Staff 10 tournaments in a single. There's a cat herder badge? Oh yeah, I got that one. I don't have that one. I should have that one. Nope, nope, I shouldn't actually. I don't have that one. The most I've ever staffed is 8. It's Okay. Well, anyway Just
1: the marathon that was season two. Oh god
0: we had to unfortunately we had to stop that one and we were so i was on pace to get that one but then the community didn't want to do self anymore and meh. hey
1: i i supported
0: <laughs> yes you did and i appreciate you for that anyway mj it was a pleasure for you to stop by like i always say the door is always open when like you want to come back on? Or if I say, hey, you want to
2: come back? <laughs> Look, the answer's going to be yes, more often than not. If you guys do any coverage of King of the Hill, I might drop in. Might ask to come on and take some parting shots at some teams.
0: Yeah, and definitely when, when you know the, the new factions, whenever that comes back, if you decide to write about it, we'll be
2: reading it every step of the way. Yep. I've been getting a couple messages about that. Everybody's like, well, what are you going to be doing? I'm like, uh, ah. We'll see. Let me see how this one works out first before I commit to it. <laughs> That's fair.
0: I always forget because like I know you're on Twitter. Is is there any other place that pe- we can follow you at?
2: So Twitter, Twitter is the best place. Like you'll see me l- again lurking around in the underground PvP server, but Twitter is mostly where you can find me. You can like ask me questions. I got a pin tweet up there where you can ask me questions anonymously, so you don't like embarrassed by any stupid question that might come my way out of your mouths you just say hey somebody anonymously sent this message and i can then just pop off on you on twitter anonymously
0: (laughs) and then and then out yourself and if they're like i didn't like your answer
2: yeah donut (laughs) oh dang with the call out Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've caught on to when he's messaging like it's starting to get a little obvious like you might want to switch that up a bit he'll learn eventually maybe
0: but, you know, he's mm. a professional instigator. I know. Yeah, it's,
2: it's I just a it pot. Switch it up here now, man. <laughs> and
1: thanks again, MJ, for connecting the dots <laughs> for us. Uh, no well, all problem.
0: right. I guess, I guess we'll have to do the outro, sadly. This was a fun... This was very fun. For, you know, I do want to take a special shout-out to thank our Patreon, ZT Smith again, you know the support that he provides to keep the digital lights on is always great. The music is provided by the Zame. You can follow him on Twitter, and his YouTube channel will be in the show notes. Amazing video game composer. I'm hoping to borrow some more music from him later.
1: <laughs> He's got 30 minute loops now. Oh, yeah, he
0: does. He's making the, the new ones, and I, I love it. And with all of that being said, always remember. Keep your dragon fang sharp, stay away from those fairy types and ice types. And until next time, we will see you all in our next episode.
1: Thanks again, MJ, for connecting the dots for us.
3: Uh, no problem.